1: I think it's sick. Enter the hideout. Go And be heard.
2: What, what, what's near him? What are you doing? Oh, what's new, J Dubs? Uh, okay. Nothing. What, 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 what's new? Welcome to the Hideout Row Radio 104.1 Al Hat Band, J Dubs. Live back in the studio, fresh off of a uh, vacation.
3: Nice three day weekend for us.
2: Nice, uh, very, very, well, mostly for me. For you, it was uh, somewhat painful. Yeah. Um, come on into the Hideout. A little ode. Mama do, you do we have to, to do everything, do everything at once? <laughs> <laughs> I have a half fan. That is J-Dubs. This is The Hideout. Come on into it.
3: 407 916 1041 1041 And start one four one on your singular wireless phone.
2: That is Chunks, executive producer of The Hideout. He mans the AOL Instant Messenger. Real radio hideout. Again, real radio hideout. AOL. Uh... That's Tommy Bateman. He is our uh, director. He mans the talk and roll controls and is responsible for the content on realradio.fm. And I just gagged. I didn't realize there's a nice big picture of your ass already on realradio.fm and the Buccaneer Bruce tattoo from the payoff uh, yesterday on the Ron and Fed show. Oh, that is dirty. It's not dirty. And bloody. It's bloody. My ass wasn't dirty. Oh, man. All right, that is uh, Putin, the phone screener, in quotes. So 407-916-1041, and Star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Thank you to dot net. You can go to uh, fm right now and see the pictures of uh, Dubs and I, and Dubs getting his tattoo uh, up at the XM Studios yesterday in Manhattan. That's where we were over the weekend, and actually yesterday. That's on RealRadio.fm. All right, Dubs, there's so much to get to tonight. I mean, dude, uh, I don't even know where to begin. Obviously, we want to recap the weekend, Mm -hmm. because we had a blast. In fact, coming up, whose weekend was it? Your chance to win prizes, a lot of prizes, and just mere moments, as a lot of the recapping of the weekend will be done in that, the actual whose weekend was it. But Dubs and I have a story i don't want to overhype it i'll almost say i'll say this the most daring thing i've ever done in my life dub dub's wanted me to be somebody in manhattan well you're you're
3: being nobody and i needed you to step up i needed you to be somebody and enjoy the trip
2: and i did and man it was scary so we will talk about that also too dub's um I guess it's sweeps time for television, and I get just the ultimate uh, news story on are your pins making you sick? I say
3: yes. I say they are making me sick. I I tend not to use them because I'm always afraid of uh, the the, uh, viral infection I'll get from using a pen.
2: Only when they're three inches deep. That's the only time they really make you sick. Mm -hmm. We're happy. Also, two dubs uh, coming up tonight in the Hideout. We will announce the winner of the Las Vegas trip, the uh, Crime Scene Investigation Grand Prize CSI trip for two to Vegas, round trip airfare, three nights hotel accommodations. Tune in to CSI Crime Scene Investigation Saturdays at four uh, at four and five only on WB18. Uh, we had you email us at the Hideout Junior Producers. At RealRadio.fm, that's on the front page again on RealRadio.fm of the hideout uh, portion. Again, where you can see Dubs' photos of his nasty ass and the new tattoo. And um, we do have a winner, Dubs. So we will announce that coming up in just a little bit. Also, I guess the state of Florida has decided uh, serving time and fines aren't enough if you get a DUI, oh really? I haven't heard about this. They'd also like to um, enact uh, pink license plates with a nice big DUI on them. You
3: see, I, I think I, I've always I've heard of uh, some of these states doing these things. Where like Ohio was going to do it with kid touchers and the pink license plates. I'm into that, but the DUI ones I think maybe take it too far. I think the kid touching one is a is a good thing,
2: but the DUI one maybe not. Well, let's start doing it for everything. I'm going to go back to the old days. Nice big A for adulterers. Maybe a nice big HIV for those who are positive. Don't don't do that. I don't
3: need um, people pointing and laughing while I'm driving down the street. I just don't need that right now. No wonder wonder he lost so much weight. My my life's been too hectic right now, and the last thing I need on my big kid-touching van is HIV on the back.
2: He says it's the diet pills and the Red Bull, but we know what it really is. Hey, whatever, Dubs. But we have that to get into tonight again in the Hyatt Avenue Real Radio 104.1, 407 916 1041, and 888 978 1041. And, Dubs, we talk about this, and again, I feel like we're getting into that age where we're saying, hey, maybe you and I are getting old. You're 25, Mm -hmm. 27, and you keep looking back. At just the stupid criminals like teenage criminals. There are two stories in particular. The one of right here in Florida where one girl shoots another girl on a school bus. On a school bus. I, I just saw the headline for
3: that. I did not go in depth into it because I, I looked at it, I I just said ridiculous and I skipped over it. I'm like that that's over the line. Why would you shoot someone on a school bus?
2: I mean if you th- I mean I don't want to tell people how to commit murder, but it's like these kids aren't even thinking about how to commit crimes anymore.
3: I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing if it's uh if it's if it's worse, if it's more calculated and you're thinking about how to get away with it, or if it's like uh, just a you know, screw it, I just need to kill this person right now.
2: And then the other one is the cell phone bandit, who by the way, to me, is one of the hottest chicks in America. Have you seen the pictures I've of
3: her? I've seen her in uh, the pictures of her chatting. Like it never looks like she's talking on the phone. It always looks like she's text messaging on her phone while she's robbing a bank.
2: This like 19-year-old Latin chick, who to me is just gorgeous. And I don't really like Latin chicks. But she is hot. And she confessed today. And I got to give you the details of this. But again, you look at these two. First of all, shooting somebody on the school bus. On the way to the school that you go to, like you're not going to get busted. And then on the other hand, for the cell phone girl to have no idea that didn't even try to cover up her face, didn't even try to alter anything, essentially sitting there talking on a cell phone. Like somehow that was how she was going to get away with it. And
3: I'm sure they could uh, look at the carrier of uh, what she was using, uh, the cell phone carrier, and maybe
2: even put together
3: some records from there.
2: And you didn't even need it. Her face was right there. So we'll get into all that tonight, J-Dubs. Here's what I'd like to do, though. I want to break early tonight on this Tuesday night. Um, and I want to come back and I want to start giving away prizes. Um, 407-916-1041, 888 Star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. It is Tuesday night in the hideout, but it is the first live hideout of the week. So that means whose weekend was it? Here's what you got to, uh, win. We got tickets to Metal Mania, stripped across America, the VH, uh, one classic featuring Warrant, Rat, and more on Saturday the 19th. Also $25 gift certificates to Johnny's fill Station, the best burger in town. And a four-pack of tickets to the Central Florida Auto Show being held the 23rd through the 27th at the Orange County Convention Center. That, you got real radio prize, plaques, uh, prize packs including T-shirts, bumper, uh, bumper stickers, $85 gift certificate to Elite Med Spa. And also, $250 gift certificate for a full AC service at Mickey's Place for automotive repair.
3: I would uh, rather have a plaque. I think uh, I've, I've never received one. I've never received, like, you know, like a student of the month or anything where you get a plaque.
2: I want a real radio uh, prize plaque. I, it
3: just says, hey, you're a winner. That's <laughs> all you get.
2: We'll give that all next, and uh, we'll recap our weekend. It's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Alright, welcome back into the Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. Time for whose weekend was it? A lot of prizes for you right now.
3: 407-916-1041, Triple Eight Nine Seven Eight One O Four One, and Star 1041 on
2: your singular wireless phone. Call in and win. Um always ladies first in the uh, whenever you call the hideout and heretics also to the front of the line. So that being said, Jay Dubs, let's give out these prizes and recap the weekend uh, here in the Hideout. We'll start off with Aaron in Orlando. How are you, Aaron? I'm good. Good. All right. If you get uh, if you get the uh, question correct, you will hear this. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Incorrect, you get this. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Here's
4: Tommy Bateman, your host. For whose weekend was it, Tommy? All right. Over the weekend, this Hideout member. Taught the lesson. You can't get it if you don't ask. Cafe, Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks. You can't get it if you don't
2: ask. Cafe, Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks. Whose weekend was it?
5: Um, Bateman.
2: Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. Aaron, that opens up a phone line. That is J. Dubs.
3: Uh, yeah, we, uh, we were at the uh, airport leaving for New York uh, Saturday morning, and we had to fly into LaGuardia. Uh, I believe we were taking Spirit. Mm -hmm. And uh, Spirit had a a connecting flight that we were on. We had to fly from Orlando to Fort Lauderdale, then to LaGuardia. And wait three hours in Fort Lauderdale, too. And uh, that left at 10.15. The gate right next to us had a 10.05 with a direct flight to LaGuardia. So we were just sitting there looking, and it seemed like crap that we couldn't just jump on that plane and uh, go from there.
2: And... He just said, all right, go ask. Yeah, I told Dubs, I mean, and actually it was 8.05 and 8.15. Okay. And I told Dubs, I'm like, you know, you ought to go ask and see if we can get on that one. We're going to LaGuardia anyway. And I didn't think he was going to, so he decides I'm going to beat somebody. I'm going to go do this. And she goes, how many people in your party? Two. Did you check any bags? No. And before we know it, we're on the earlier flight, literally shaving off. Five hours.
3: Mm-hmm. We wouldn't have been there until around three something.
2: Yeah, at least three something to LaGuardia. Instead, we're there in our hotel uh, before eleven o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. and it was just, and we slept for five hours is the whole thing. All right, let's move on. Whose weekend was it? Uh, a couple open phone lines: four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one.
4: Uh, Angel in Orlando. Hi guys. Yo, you ready? Yep. All right, here's uh here's Bateman. All right, Angel. Over the weekend, this hideout member got drunk in Chinatown. <laughs> Happy Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks, who got drunk in
2: Chinatown?
1: I'd say Chubbs.
2: Yeah. yeah, Jesus Christ. Yep, that was Chub- Chubbs. Chubbs is the answer. Chubbsy-wubbsy. Yeah. We were in uh, New York uh, to hang out with Ron and Fez on 202XM, but you went back to D.C. for a concert,
6: right? Yeah, I went back to D.C. for a concert. Then I went to uh, Chinatown and uh, got drunk. Actually, yeah, we know that. We just went over that one. Whose weekend's what was it? I got a little too belligerent because, you know, a lot of people happen to be Asian in Chinatown. And I just started. No, what? Yeah, stop. So I got really drunk and just imitated them, saying like Asian gibberish as they walked by. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's exactly the phrase I said the whole night too. I got I got pretty hammered. Don't
3: don't say that you uh, used some scotch tape and did stuff with your eyes and everything. You didn't do.
6: You didn't go that far, did you? I used my fingers just to pull my eyes. <laughs> what the yeah. hell?
2: Alright, drill radio one oh four point one in the hideout. Whose weekend was it? Uh, let's move on to uh Ted in Orlando. Here we go, Ted, you ready? Yeah man. Alright, here's uh Bateman.
4: Alright, Ted, over the weekend this hideout member thought about calling an old friend, only to find out that he died the very next day. Was it Hefe Dubs, Bateman or Chunks? Oh,
5: that's so sad. Uh Hefe.
2: Oh, Jesus Christ.
4: Sorry, Ted.
2: Opens up a phone line, 407-916-1041. That was Tommy Bateman. Yes,
4: that's what happens when you wait a day to call people, I guess.
2: And I was surprised
4: by who your friend was. Yes, Dubs actually played in the uh, opening.
2: Mamacita.
4: Latino, he, Eddie Guerrero. Yes.
2: I didn't know you knew Eddie Guerrero. How did you know
4: Eddie Guerrero? It's actually been a long time since I talked to him. It's been like four years or something. But um, actually, I've been talking to a lot of like my old wrestling friends, and I always Eddie and I we got we were you know pretty friendly for a while for a couple of years there, and um, sort of lost track when he got fired and had all these drug problems uh, in the WWE, and uh, I just never really. I have to go find him again.
3: I noticed that he uh, he's been looking different over the last year. Or so
4: yeah, I don't watch anymore, so I don't
3: know. Yeah, I mean, I whenever I do tune over, you know, I'll tune over on Sunday Heat and everything, and uh, yeah, I noticed he was looking different than he did not too long did
4: ago. Did it really bum you out? Um. Not really till last night when I saw, like, the tribute to him, because he was one of the guys, and I talked to a few other people, where even when he was messed up on drugs, he was always a nice, genuine person. He was never had a bad word to say about anybody, even when they really deserved it.
2: What are they saying uh, he died from? Heart failure. Oof. How old is he? 38.
4: <sighs> Man, he has three little girls
2: and oh, a wife. Oh, boy. All right, whose weekend was it? 407 916 1041 uh nine seven eight one oh four one. We'll move on to uh Chris in Orlando. You're next up in the hideout. How you doing, buddy? What's
5: going on, guys? Alright, here
2: we go. Um here's
4: Tommy. Alright, over the weekend this hideout member downed gallons of water and laid in bed to overcome an illness. Was it Hefe Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks?
2: Hefe Dubs, Bateman or Chunks. Who was sick? I'll go Bateman. Yeah, Jesus Christ. And
4: I think you can tell today that he's still trying to get over his sickness. He's not really. Yesterday I felt really good, and I guess I just didn't drink enough water. Because today it kind of hit me again when I woke up. Isn't isn't that the main thing? They just tell you push fluids. I mean that's whenever you're feeling bad, you all, like
3: a hangover. You always need to push fluids during that too. I mean anytime that you need to get your body flushed out and get you know yourself back in order, Wha- water's the best
2: way to go. It really is the uh, the lifeline. Don't you find it amazing that you got to pay for water, too, when you really think about it? Yeah, well, it doesn't uh, seem uh, fair.
3: The enormous price that they charge for water a lot of times, like I know uh, walking around sometimes yesterday or uh, the whole weekend, we'd spend two-something on a bottle of water.
2: Right. Gift certificates, uh, up for grabs, uh, air conditioning service, uh, hideout prize packs, concert tickets, tickets. all available for you, 407 916 1041 and Star-1041 on your singular wireless phones playing. Whose weekend was it? Let's move on to Scott in Ocala. Scott, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey, guys. How's it
4: going? All right, brother. Here's Tommy Bateman. All right. Over the weekend, this hideout member took a picture of his best friend pooping. Was it Hefe, Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks? Who took a picture of their best friend pooping? <laughs> gotta
6: be Chunks. Oh, Come dude, on. Why Brian. gotta be Chunks?
4: He
2: doesn't have any friends. <laughs> That's the key thing that I think you missed on that. Um, um, as it turns out, Dubs, that was me. And we were in our hotel room. Uh, we stayed at the Edison on 47th and Broadway. Mm-hmm. And thank you to XM for hooking us up very nicely out there. And... You, I don't know, you decided not to close the door when you well, needed here was to go the, the restroom. here was
3: the deal. Uh, you went in there and just stunk the place <laughs> to high heaven.
2: That's right, I forgot.
3: And we had to pop the window open, and I really needed to go to the bathroom. So I had to just uh, grin and bear it, but there's no way I was locking myself into that chamber of dung smell. I, I had to leave the door open and allow it to air out while I was doing it.
2: All right, Chunks, come here. You want to take a look at this picture? We can post it if you want to. Yeah, I'll have to get this one over to Tommy. It's actually, it's a great picture of Dubs on this very small toilet, by the way. Yeah. In the Edison in Manhattan.
6: Oh, God.
2: (laughs) That's kind of the noise he was making, too. Mm -hmm. He
6: does look somewhat reformed in that nice hotel.
2: Yeah, he looks very, you you look happy. And I'd say classy, despite all of it. I, I mean, you can be classy while you poo. I think there's no law against that. I think there's a proper way to do it. Amanda, ladies first in the hideout on Rural Radio 104.1. Whose weekend was it? Here's Tommy Bateman.
4: All right, Amanda. Over the weekend, this hideout member finished the majority of Al Franken's book, The Truth, with jokes. Was it Hefei, Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks? Who's reading Al Franken's book?
5: Um. Bateman. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ.
2: Sorry, Amanda. That is me. Um. Great book. Yeah,
3: I, uh, I finished it not only a week ago. And I pass it on to you. And the thing about it is I've never been a huge reader. You know, I, I've always, you know, read on and off but never made it through a real book. But for some reason, I think because this one I knew a lot of the subject matter, I made it through quite easy. Yeah. And I had to pass it on to you.
2: I um. Here's the thing about the book. To me, it exposes a lot of things and it kind of puts a lot of things together. And then I worry. I'm like, well, maybe this is just like the left and... This is just his point of view, and maybe I should read a book looking at the rights point of view. But he does such a good job of pulling so many like excerpts and really using facts and stuff. Yeah, it's almost and it's weird. It's kind of like you're reading a history book at one point. You know what I mean? Yeah, because he will
3: you uh, will date stuff. He will uh, lay it out exactly how it was, and you know, really just give you a whole lesson into each person and what they've done and the. You know, he's not going to label a lot of the good things people do, but he does a real good job about uh, exposing the bad things.
2: Yeah, uh, Tom DeLay uh, may maybe a demon here mm-hmm. on Earth. And this war in Iraq, they've been planning this since the, the 90s, essentially. Uh, maybe even the 80s, actually, when you think mm. about it with Wolfowitz. A lot like AIDS. What? We were talking about it earlier. Bill, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. Here we go. Whose weekend was it? Here's Tommy Bateman.
4: Alright, Bill, over the weekend this hideout member paid fifteen dollars for a cheeseburger. Was it Hefe, Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks? Who paid fifteen bucks for a cheeseburger?
5: That happened in New York. So that's gotta be uh that's gotta be dubs.
2: Yeah, Jesus Christ. Actually it was both me
3: and uh Jefe. We uh we went we were we stayed at the courtyard Marriott right by LaGuardia for the first night. And there's no restaurants around the place. You couldn't leave. So we were forced to eat in their uh, little restaurant that they had in there, and the cheapest thing and most decent thing they had in there was a cheeseburger that cost 15 bucks. Actually, to be fair, it was 13 bucks, and then you
2: feel you got a tip $2. Yep, so it was uh, all together when you put it together with a tip, $15. And that was our Saturday night meal. It was a great burger. Mm-hmm. It was pretty good. Not $15 good. Is there such a thing as a $15 great I burger? I believe out there
3: somewhere there is. And when I find it, I will eat the hell out of that burger.
2: I figure if it's $15, it should be at least like the size of a basketball. Bun and all. I don't think I can handle a burger that big. A three-pound burger. Can you, can you can you even cook something that big? Yes, I've seen it before on television. And everything on TV is true. I don't know if you heard that. It's all true. Tony, you're in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Whose weekend was it? Here is... Uh, Tommy Bateman, our host.
4: Over the weekend, this tied member hung out with a bunch of Moe's. Was it Hefe, Hefe, Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks?
2: Whose weekend was it, Tony? Uh, I'll have to say El Hefe. Mo. 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 Dude. No, it was not me. Although I was with Dubs the entire weekend. But you noticed it means was plural. That you hanging out with a bunch of straights. Ah. Straight, hetero males. That was uh, Chunks.
6: Where were you, Chunks? I went to to Dupont Circle. It's notoriously known, yeah, in in D.C. for being a place where uh, homosexuals like to hang out. I went to, yeah, a buddy hung out there, huh? (laughs) Well, no, a buddy of mine was doing stand-up at one of the coffee houses there, and uh, I went to see him because they actually have pretty good clubs and and stuff. What buddy was doing stand-up? Oh, a friend of mine from from back home. I went to school with.
2: Was he doing kneel down in the stall too? Is that why you went? Well, yeah, he was the one standing
4: up, and Chunks was the kneel down. Uh, That's what they call
3: stand up over there.
4: So, you, uh, they have good clubs down in DuPont? Alright, so you're down there getting facial cream. It's good to be back, guys. I missed you. Doing a lot of John. Yeah.
6: No, I was, I, 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 I,
3: I heard his, his act really sucks.
6: Oh, boy, here we go.
3: Oh, no. Some people say it may
2: blow. I say. Hear, hear.
4: Mm. John, final player. Whose weekend was it? Here we go, my friend. Uh, Over the weekend, this hideout member found out their buddy had a heart attack from an old boss. Was it Hefei, Doves, Bateman, or Chunks? Found
2: out their buddy had a heart attack from an old boss. John? Uh,
5: Bateman.
3: Oh, Jesus
2: Christ. <laughs> Actually, you're wrong oh, on both Jesus of
3: Jesus Christ. Oh, it was heart failure with Eddie Guerrero, so I guess I can't really count.
2: No. Um. Uh, in fact, it was uh, Saturday. We were uh, on the phone with our old general manager, Alan line one great guy. Yeah. Just like the best. He's working down at K-Rock in uh, New York now. Up at K Rock. I'm, I'm still on
3: Michigan geography. Leave me alone. <laughs> your entire life, so everything is going to be down seriously, for you? Seriously. It, it really is. Like, whenever I talk about D.C., it's always down and everything. It's very odd. I cannot get a grasp on where I live anymore.
2: So, we're talking to him, and he goes, yeah, I don't know if you heard, but Fez had a heart attack. And I go, no, we didn't, because we went up there for you to pay off your bet yeah. with Fez Watley, uh, formerly of the Ron and Ron show, Ron and Fez show. And he had a heart attack. And I was like, oh, I was in shock when he told me. And by the way, Fez going to be okay. Yeah, 100% Uh, recovery. Right. But I, and you could tell immediately after the general manager said this, Alan said this, he goes, oh. uh," Like he he didn't mean to spill the beans. Yeah, I guess he was kind of told in
3: confidence. uh, And he spilled the beans to us about it. Right. But I think we should have known. We were uh, down there for the show and everything. Up Uh, there, whatever. And uh, we needed to. uh, We needed to know. I think we
2: were on that basis with it. And so, here's the thing. It freaked me out because I mean you hear about heart you know heart attacks and all this stuff all the Mm -hmm. time. But and then when it hits someone really close to you, you think it makes you begin to take inventory on what you're doing. And it's so odd because as soon as, right after we heard, all right, we go outside. You down a a diet pill, a diet Red Bull, and start smoking. I have a a banana nut muffin in a in a Red Bull, and we're just sitting there shaking our heads. Man, this is a shame. I can't believe it. So when you heard about Fez's heart attack, you
3: thought about yourself. You didn't, not, think, you didn't think about how he was doing. Of course, I thought about how he was doing. <laughs> Doesn't sound like that to me. It sounds like you were thinking. When's my number going to come up?
2: Well, after you say, "Hey, is he going to be okay?" you begin to think, "Yeah." It makes you realize that we're all, we can all go at any time. And I have especially a real big uh, fear that that's the way I'm going out. I thought you may
3: have gone out like that this morning at the uh, at the uh, airport. We were sitting there. I'm I'm reading and Hepburn uh, is listening to the CD player. I look over. And he is hunched over, like, it doesn't even look like you can sleep like that. I thought for sure just one of your arteries clogged up and you were just rocking over. Can I tell
2: you something? Hmm. I'm not lying to you. I had indigestion really bad this morning. And everything that we heard yesterday was sitting in with Ron... Was that that's what it feels like in the beginning is indigestion? Well,
3: that that's what
2: happened with uh, Fez. He uh
3: he thought it was like maybe like uh like a chest problem, something like maybe with his lungs or something like that. So he did the whole show on Thursday, after having his initial heart attack, and then went to uh, the doctors and everything and found out wow it wasn't anything with his lungs or anything. It was uh it was a heart attack.
2: I'm not even kidding you. In the last two weeks, I've had like i have never get indigestion, and now I have it. Or what it feels like it. And so this morning, it was bad. Like, I couldn't even sit forward because it felt real bad. and That's why I fell asleep, hunched over. We did drink pretty heavy last night, so I think
3: Uh that might be part of the indigestion and the the acid reflux that we were feeling this morning because I
2: felt terrible, too. Let's take a break and come back. We have so many ways we can go, Dubs. There's so much to talk about. Do you want to talk about... The, the big thing that happened to us yesterday, will you maybe be somebody? We can get into a lot of other stuff. Let's get into uh, some uh, some other uh, more
3: broad topics, and we'll get back to the, the story of the all stories in New York City that we uh, went through this weekend.
2: All right, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star 1041 888 1041 star 1041 and you're seeing the wireless phones. More of The Hideout next on Real Radio 104.1. Tuesday night in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1, El Jefe and J Dubs, come on in. 407-916-1041, triple eight nine seven eight 1041
3: and star one zero four one if you have a singular wireless phone.
2: A lot more and uh, coming up about our trip to uh, NYC over the weekend, Dubs, and specifically when you made me be somebody last night and probably the craziest thing I've ever done. And I don't know if that's sad or not. I mean, you you know. Yeah, I mean, I- was it up there? It, it. I've done many things like that, but
3: I don't know how normal it is. So I don't know if it's crazy for someone to be doing it or not. It's not crazy for me to be doing what we did. And uh, the. Uh, it was for me though. <laughs> it, it, it. was very. Uh, you know, high school esque for me.
2: I loved it. Uh, also, too, we were talking about how we spent 15 bucks for a cheeseburger on Saturday night, which mm-hmm. was just stupid insane. Uh, ladies first in the hideout. Tiffany and Oviedo. What's going on, Tiffany?
1: Hey, I was just going to tell you in San Angelo, Texas, I went to a place called Dutner's Daughters when I was in the Marine Corps. They serve um, two half pound patties, and it's the best cheeseburger. And they only charged back then, it was only like six bucks, but I would pay 15 for that.
2: Um, all right, so I need to know, yeah, a place to get a, a burger worth spending $15. And I'm sorry you were in San Angelo, Texas, because I know where that is, and that's a hole. Uh, yeah,
1: I was I was stationed
2: in the Marine Corps there, so... Yeah, best of luck. Glad you made it out of there. I would rather Thanks. be uh, deployed. Yeah. I'd say just send me out. It really is just awful. Thanks, Tiffany. Very close to Lubbock. The people in St. Angelo drive up to Lubbock. They dream of Lubbock. They, yes. Uh, they they think Lubbock, wow. Uh, one day I can live there. Right. That's where they go to party. <laughs> A dry county. <laughs> Oh, boy, Texas Tech University. Actually, that ties into the story, yep. ironically mm-hmm. enough. Jennifer in Orlando, you're in the Hideout on Road Radio. What's going on, Jen?
1: Nothing. I'm... I completely understand what you guys are saying about actually finding decent cheeseburgers around here because nobody seems to make them like home. Well, Margaritaville in both Key West and the one here in Orlando make a phenomenal burger. You pay $12. It's a half-pound burger. And it was the only good thing that I could say about my blind date the other night.
3: (laughs) I've had their cheeseburger in paradise, and uh, I don't know if they sponsor or what, but I wasn't impressed.
1: Um, No, you have to – the one here – isn't as good as the one in Kewa.
3: I, I went to the I went to the one over in uh New Orleans.
6: Well that's no. the one. That doesn't You, hey, so really a you can go to
3: New Orleans for uh for uh McDonald's and say McDonald's is here. I'm sure it's same with the No, I don't, Bell. no it's
1: not. No. You it, don't go to New Orleans for a cheeseburger. We were already there. So I didn't
3: go
2: there for the cheeseburger. The cheeseburger wasn't my destination. <laughs> I, I, you know what, Jennifer, I'm actually gonna go hang out at CityWalk this weekend. Talk. I'm gonna get one of these on your recommendation. If I don't like it I'm gonna keep the receipt, and you're you buying it.
1: You don't like it? You can come into Islands of Adventure. I work there. Come find me. All
2: right. You know what? We'll I will do it anyway. Yeah, I'm gonna do that anyway, sweetie. All right. Thank you, Jennifer. <laughs> Appreciate it. 1041
3: Yeah. So like you like I went all the way to
2: cross the country for a cheeseburger. I would. Isn't that one Craziness. of those? Have you ever planned out one of those cross-country trips? Uh, the furthest, and then you stop at certain places because you're like, hey, I gotta eat here. The furthest I've gone just for a
3: burger, and that was my only point of going. I think I drove hour, fifteen, hour, twenty minutes to get White Castle before. So you were Harold, and yeah. your buddy Kumar was with you. No, I was alone. I was just really hungry that night. How and, high were you? Uh, yeah, yeah, what were you was, on that I was that high night. school days, so yeah, I was I was probably smoking some weed and wanting to. Some sliders.
2: An hour 15 to get White Castle. Mm-hmm. That's the whole thing about that movie. I love the movie. I think it's hilarious. Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. I don't understand it, though. Maybe because I've never been high. And because the White Castle to me, and we don't have them here, do we? No. But, Awful. But what? Oh, no. It's, it's delicious. But
3: uh, one thing they do have down here Hot Dog Heaven. The one where uh, the the two other guys went to, and they were you know toasting with the hot dogs and everything, and I hear it's great. All right, maybe gotta to... go to a hot dog heaven. All
2: right, I'll try a hot dog heaven. Where's hot dog heaven in town?
3: Uh, Is it this... near campus? Um, I don't think so. I think it's uh down uh off 436, and uh you know more towards the airport where we're at. Okay, all right, hot
2: dog heaven. Jeff in Orlando, you're in the hideout on World Radio. What's up, Jeff?
5: Hey, what's up, guys? Yo, just dope. real quick. Since you just talked about hot dog heaven, there's one right at intersection, uh, basically 436 and 50. All right. Yeah. Back okay. Back Square Mall. There's one right there on the yeah. right side.
2: All right. Cool. Thank you and, for that.
5: And the other thing, there's an eight-pound cheeseburger up in Pennsylvania. A place called Denny's. It's not the Denny's like we have down here, like the franchise. Oh, hey.
2: I remember hearing about this. Yeah, yeah, it was on the
5: Food Network. I think you talked about seeing it on TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's got, like, what, eight slices of cheese, a whole tomato, a whole onion, lettuce, and the whole oh. thing weighs eight pounds. So it's like four oh. pounds of meat.
2: Um, I like that. I'm. I, I would definitely give that a try. Thank you, Jeff. Here's the thing: no tomato, no onion. Uh, I'll take the onions, but take the tomato off. Uh, what kind of calories does something like that have? I heard. I heard. I remember the news story being out there. That's got to be literally. It has to be astronomical. Seven thousand calories in one of those burgers. Odd thing about
3: uh, hamburgers and everything. If you go like cross country and everything. Different places make it differently. You know, some places everywhere you go will have uh, mayonnaise on it. Uh, over in uh, in Pittsburgh, I know they put like, what do they put they put uh, fries and uh, and like uh, coleslaw on it.
2: They do a lot of different things in a lot of different areas. All right, Sam says if you haven't already, you got to try the monster thick burger at Hardee's. I remember Tuttle telling us about this. Yes, that uh, that burger is good. Haven't had it in a long time. Fifteen. He says fifteen thousand calories. That can't be right. That <laughs> Try them. Can, that can't be. That can't be right. They. I don't think they can legally sell anything that isn't that like a whole cow. Is, Probably fifteen thousand calories. Is there a limit on the calories you can sell? Is it like uh, there should be? Fifteen thousand is stupid. Considering you're really supposed to intake about two to three well, it,
3: thousand it, in a day. It's a. It's a beef patty topped with a with an actual cow patty where the cow's just uh, back there dropping mud and we're having a burger.
2: I mean you get fifteen thousand calories, you gotta have uh all the meat, all the cheese, a brownie, maybe a slice of fried dough. You know,
3: you're 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 putting together a dream burger right now. You, you know fancy football? This is fancy uh fancy fast food. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Mario in Orlando,
2: you're in the Hideout on Web Radio.
5: Hey man, what's up? Couple things. First of all, fifteen thousand is not true. It can't be that much. There's no possible way.
2: Right? Exactly.
5: All right, and Hot Dog Heaven. There's one on Alafea. It's like it's like right next to this apartment complex. It's in a little plaza. It's on the very left. There's
2: one right there. Okay, hot dog. Hey, man, I appreciate
3: that. Because uh, no. I, I thought it was a made-up place when, I saw it, when they were uh, talking about it in Harold and Kumar.
2: All right, Chunks, I'm giving you a task. I want you to find something that has 15,000 calories in it. All right, Matt Albert's telling me a stick of butter is 15,000 calories. I don't even believe that.
3: Matt Albert tells me his fingers 15,000 calories.
2: <laughs> Fat bastard.
6: <laughs> I heard <deserve> myself
2: <laughs> laughing. <laughs> Norman Winter Springs, you're in the hideout on rural radio. What's up, Norm?
6: How you
5: doing? Yo. i uh, talking about cheeseburgers. I'm eating one right now. Mm. I've had two good, healthy burps, manly burps from this thing. Mm-hmm. Takes two hands to eat it. Eight forty nine, best damn
2: burger I've had. What is it? Well, from where? Uh, from Outback Steakhouse. All right. Now here's the thing. Whenever I go to an Outback, I never think, "Hey, I got to get a burger." I'm always thinking. I never onion. know. I never know well, what so you to get. You think out outside back.
5: the box, though. You can get a no rules burger. You can add everything you want on there. I got bacon, cheddar, lettuce, tomato, onion, mayo, the whole works, uh, and cheese on my fries too, with bacon. All right. Ah,
2: uh, how big are you?
5: How big am I? Yeah.
2: Oh,
3: I
5: don't know. 195, 200. No, he's
3: talking about uh, in your pants. Uh, no, <laughs> yeah, that's what I was asking. <laughs> I want to know. I'm. How uh, big? I'm yeah, planning
5: the place after me. It's called Hot Dog Heaven. All right, I'm
3: <laughs> planning for a date this weekend. Now what I'm a big fan of are those little island uh restaurants, you know, those those freestanding little uh one one room uh right. burger joints. They have one over on uh 1792, I think it's called Fast Eddies.
2: You were telling me about this the other day. It, it,
3: it was great. Me and Chunks went and had it.
2: Uh, you know what too? Do you trust someone who won't eat a burger?
3: It's very difficult to. It's very difficult for someone not to look at a like to see someone look at a burger and say, no, you know, and uh, find them to be a, an honest person with themselves. Because when you look at a burger, everything
2: about it says yes. Like every time I go somewhere, I'm like, I'm going to get a grilled chicken sandwich and be healthy. And then I'm like, no, I'm going to get a burger. I'm a burger guy almost every place I go. I'm an American. I want a burger. Rarely will I get something that's not uh, beef. We went out to a fancy dinner once with a whole bunch of management. And you get a burger. No, I got. I wanted a that steak. Was a, that was a different one. <laughs> I remember that one.
3: I wanted a steak. I ended up ordering a chop steak, which ends up just being a big burger patty. And I'm sitting there pouring salt on it, trying to give it some kind of flavor.
2: <laughs> Can you give me some American cheese for this chop steak? American, please. Glitch in Orlando. You're in the hideout. What up, Glitch? What's up, guys? Yo. Hey, I was in the area, and I just wanted to know if you guys maybe wanted me to bring you some hot dog heaven. Do you mind, Dubs? You oh, down I, love, I love some hot dog, Evan. Yeah, you bet.
5: It'll, it'll take me a little while, but uh, I'll be happy to bring you guys my hot
2: dog. We're right. here till 11. We're here till 11, and we'll uh, we'll give you a prize or something. Now, for me, no onions on anything. For no on, I don't do onions, but anything else I'm cool with. Gotcha. And lots of hot sauce for chunks, right? Right. Thank you, Glitch. No mail. You rock. Hey, that Glitch, make sure we hook him up with something nice. All right, let's take a break and come back. Notice how fat we are we spent an entire break talking about burgers. We've done
3: it many times. For some reason, we can talk about any kind of food. For... You know what? Once the shock jock thing uh, starts to fizzle out for us, like two or three weeks from now. It
2: hasn't already?
3: Uh, we have to start just doing a food show, where we just talk about food. and.
2: Why don't we do it anyway? We could use some extra cash. How about we come in on like 540 or something after the car show and just talk burgers? And then we could do it from a burger place every Saturday can we just talk about how to make a burger, how to eat a burger? We call it Where's the Beef? With Hefe and Dubs. I say we do it every Tuesday at 745. <laughs> it's burger time. And we just see you playing the video game, too. All right, take a break and come back. <laughs> I need someone to get it. I got it a little, <laughs> yeah, I got it a little late, too. <laughs> but I ended up getting it. We'll take a break and come back. All right, I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to find the thing. I need something that's 15,000 calories. All right, we'll take a break and come back. It's a hideout, row Radio. Oh, by the way, make this break a little bit longer, just because I guess the bathrooms here are broken, and we have to run downstairs and use the restroom in a dark porta potty.
3: Yes, we have to run all the way outside, uh, about 15-20 feet away from the building. Our porta potties out here. So, you have about 45 seconds to get down here and tip it while Hi-Pay's in it.
2: It's a Hideout Road
7: Radio
2: 104.1. Tuesday night in the Hideout Road Radio 104.1 back live. A lot to get to this evening. And I got to talk about that porta potty, too. Yeah, that we are. experience.
3: Have, we have a porta potty downstairs where. Uh that's where we have to go to the bathroom today. We're it's like
2: working on a construction site here today. Alright, this um I guess this is the Denny's, the guy that called up earlier about the Denny's eight pound cheeseburger up mm-hmm. in Pennsylvania. Eight pound cheeseburger. Twenty five thousand plus calories. Ooh. Yum. For thirty five bucks. That's literally, I bet a newborn baby doesn't have that many calories. Want to find out? No. Hmm. Chuck Jock. But I bet if you deep fried it would. I bet it would top it.
3: We got to put the breading on it. I mean, that stuff just adds up. Shake and bake. <laughs> then
2: you could be found guilty of the uh, SIDS, and that wouldn't
3: help. Well, I do. I do a shake and bake with the baby anyway, but I just I I, I, I uh, volunteer for babysitting. I just shake the hell out of them.
2: Come on. And then That's
3: not. I don't bad. know what happened. But people die from that. They don't know what's happening. I think it's a ride. <laughs> Frank
2: and, <laughs> and Lake, you're in the eye. You're what the hell's wrong with you? Go ahead, Frank. Frank yeah, I've no, doing no, not, not you. I'm talking about dubs. Go, <laughs> go ahead, dude.
5: Hey, uh, does anybody, do you guys have subs and such in Orlando?
2: Subs and such? I don't think I've seen this. Uh, Putin, we got uh, Putin, douche still uh, no subs and such? I've never heard of subs and such. Yeah, I haven't heard of this one.
5: No, is there's it, one in Lakeland. There used to be two. Uh, is it good and
2: burgers it, or subs?
5: No, it's subs and, you know, like wings if you want, but the, it's like one of those little outpost buildings. All right. It has three parking spaces, and <laughs> you can't hardly see in the windows because there's so much grease on the inside.
2: Ah, oh, see, that's good. That's when you
3: know it's good. You know, Dan Stone, when uh, like, like two months into working here, he took us to the sub shop that was completely aliens and everything, uh, right, right here in Maitland. Yeah.
2: No, not in Maitland. It's down near. Well, actually, yeah, it technically that, that, would be Maitland. Yeah,
3: that one was in Maitland. Yeah. And I think there's another one like downtown or something or by UCF or there something is. like that. And it's like it, little
2: aliens everywhere.
3: It was good, but it was very odd. You know, it was like you. I'll have the uh, Roswell. It's out of this world, I hear.
2: Yeah, that's the and that's the whole thing about it. Yeah, it's all it's one big gimmick, but subs are good. Jennifer in Orlando, back in the hideout. What's up, Jennifer?
1: Okay, who's coming out to City Walk on Saturday?
2: Hafe, I am.
1: I will buy your first burger for you.
8: Wow, how many do you think he's gonna eat?
1: <laughs> if I'm as Good of a food critic as I think I am, I'm pretty sure it'll be more than one. All
2: right, and now how big are they? Because you keep telling me. Better question at the Margaritaville.
1: Yes, it's a half pound at least.
2: Better question. There
1: are three quarter pound, and there are bigger.
3: (laughs) Being a food critic as you are, how big are you? I think that's an important question.
1: I'm not as big as I'd like to be. No, um, I'm 198.
2: 198. Oh well, hey, I trust her. That's I, I trust her with any food product she wants to uh, endorse. <laughs> that means that you she know what you, you know what you're talking about. I I'm down. You can buy me you can buy me all the food and drinks of Margaritaville you want. I'm down with that. Actually, well, she cooks under breast her breast. It's like, <laughs> come on, Dobbs. What the hell? It's like steamed bacon. It like it's the a slider. Be nice. She's gonna buy me dinner Saturday. Hi, right, Jennifer. Well,
1: wait, 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 wait. Mm-hmm. I'm 198 pounds, but I'm only a size 14. So, give me some credit here, guys.
2: Are you seven six?
1: No, <laughs> I'm five foot.
2: There's no way. All right, hold on a sec. Oh, you gotta give us your measurements, Jennifer. I'm not. You already gave us 198 pounds. What are you ashamed of if you're giving measurements? You said you're a size 14.
3: I want Is yeah. <laughs> it all in the breast? Is that where all the weight is? Because that's the only explainable uh, thing going on right now. Yes, or or you have D. Down syndrome and your forehead is huge and it weighs a good...
1: No, uh, i have a double D.
2: Whoa. All right. So that, that weight, you should be at least an F. No, nah, double D nah, is mean, pretty big. The five foot is pretty short. Yeah, I mean, that's more I'm than I would. I'm
1: extremely short. I'm very proud of my height. Thank you.
2: All right, well, hey, I, I'll I'll be there. I'll see you there, sweetie. I'm not, I'm down. What do you want? She's gonna buy me food. <laughs> that's all it takes. It really <laughs> is. If you with us, bring us food. You're a friend for life. You found out that this uh over the weekend. hmm Bobby Hill in Philly. What's up, man?
5: Hey, where the hell did those from? Huh? Nothing. Hey, um, something about White Castle. First off, they slide right in, slide right out. Yep. But um, definitely that that ninety-six ounce cheeseburger, Hefe. If you want to throw out some shipping money, I'll definitely ship it down to you. Really? Yeah, I mean it might get there, you know, a couple days old, but it, it'll be all right. No, and I called no. you Hefe. I mean, Ponch, I'm sorry. Oh
2: yeah. See, now all of a sudden, somehow you're being nice. I, I don't I, know what happened. And the funny uh, thing about the sliders, they do go in
3: and out like almost the same scent one time they
2: come out the same they don't even
5: digest yeah. they, they come out the same material oddly
3: enough <laughs> oddly enough it came when it came out with me one time it was actually back in the box and i don't know how that happened
2: yeah, Um all <laughs> the old styrofoam boxes yeah. that was trouble for me hey bobby hill email me your address again cuz we got the hideout hats and the beast somebody t-shirts from Ascendia all right dude All right, buddy i see man todd in wisconsin you're in the hideout what up todd you, hey todd Are okay. you in wisconsin or on wisconsin avenue
5: yeah, yeah. So well, where's Chunks? He's right here. All right, Chunks, I want you guys want you to uh, familiarize these guys on the first snow. I'm up in Wisconsin getting hit with a few inches here. Are
2: you, what are you, you know? Lucky? I know. <laughs> um, no, we've been through snow before. Dubs and I were in Michigan. Dubs grew up in Michigan. We know what snow is all about.
5: Yeah. I mean, I was home like three weeks ago. I've only heard you guys' show a couple times, and uh, it's when you're trying to set up his mom with the other guys. So, How'd uh- that end up?
2: Oh, yeah, what ended up happening? Oh, no, that was Dubs. Dubs yeah, my
3: went... mom actually comes in uh, town a week
2: from today. Oh, I'm so sorry. A week so from s-
3: today. A All week right. from today she's going to be in town.
2: Who are we setting up the date? Right. Uh, Lester Big Hands or Misfit Matt? I thought we were setting her up the date with Chunks. Here's what we're going to do, and thank you, Todd. Be careful there in Wisconsin. I say uh round table. with everybody. I say we set up a whole dating thing, Lester Big Hands, Misfit Matt, Chunks, Oof. myself. Douche chill, everyone gets a turn. My
3: mom's Just- my mom's very retarded. Uh, she uh called me after we talked to her about going on a date and everything. She thought she was agreeing to go on a date with me.
2: What the hell you guys?
3: I don't, don't know in what's going on there. I'm like, no. Why would we be going on a date? What sense does that make? I don't know, Justin. Your I name is was- Justin. No, to her it's Just, Just- you're gonna love the Michigan accent.
2: Is she gonna come hang out in here?
3: Ah, uh, we'll bring her in one night, one night only, for four hours. No, four hours. I can't handle that. Two hours. I, you'll I, you'll want that then after two hours
2: too. I guarantee. Let's you. do this. Because this is gold. How about every night she's here, one segment, ten o'clock. We can do that. And she just shows up. Maybe she brings us some food or smokes, whatever she brings. She brings it. She, she'll bring uh, you smokes, food, and... Uh... Or like you were in Fowlerville, and she's the cool mom, and you guys are 14. She brings you Boone's Farm.
3: Now, my mom would go buy liquor for us as long as we stayed there and drank it. But for some reason, we never had to uphold that. <laughs> We'd start there, never end there.
2: Hey, let me ask you something
3: about your mom. Was she drinking here with us?
2: Ah, uh, yeah. Can we so. do a drinking show with your mom? I, I think we can do that.
3: We have to get a bunch of uh, white Russians for the young lady.
2: Why is that a mom drink? I don't know. My mom drank white Russians. That's like what I remember her drinking growing up when I was sitting there at Bennigan's, and she was there at a happy hour with all her teacher friends. I'm doing my homework at the Pac Man table and she's just downing white Russians like it were literally just milk.
3: They are good. I hate white Russians. Oh, they're delicious. One time I was tailgating out at Michigan State University for a football game, and I just made me a two-liter of white Russian, and I walked around the game.
2: Oh, that can't be. The, isn't it milk? What is in a white
3: Russian? Uh, yeah, milk, uh, the Baileys, and... Um, Doesn't that curdle? How do yeah, you make yeah, it you a two-liter? You got liter. to drink it quick. You're walking around with a two-liter? Of just brown substance. Yeah, I thought it was white. No, nah, it's brownish-white. It's a uh, Kahlua. Kahlua, yeah, Kahlua cream.
2: Is there one more thing? Coke. 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 No. Yeah. In a White Russian? I think it's Coke. No, no, coke no in there. it's <laughs> not. Don't be stupid. You mean like you? You get a little baggie of it, you pour it in there. Do it like that? No, Coca Cola. You put it around the rim. No, this just punk.
3: Hey, by the way, how's your ass? <laughs> I got. It took a lot. My ass took a lot
2: of jabbings. The tattoo? Yeah. Isolated, please. Just that part. Dave in Claremont, you're in the hideout. What's up, Dave?
5: I know the greatest burger place in Claremont is called Papa Ray's. It's a hole in the wall, and the burgers are like six bucks for the whole meal. You you can't go wrong.
2: That, and it's always the hole in the wall, too, that's the best. Thank mm-hmm, you, Dave. Dave. I play baseball in Claremont occasionally. Let me have to go check that one out. T Bass in Orlando, you're in the hideout.
5: I always. Dip your baby in beer before you deep fry. Beer batter, beer batter, fry.
2: All right, people are saying Coke and a White Russian is a Colorado Bulldog. Where the hell is Chunks getting his information? All right, let's take a break and come back. The dude in Big Lebowski drinks though. Yes, it's a hideout. Oh, all right. We have this porta potty that apparently we have to use here at the compound. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not opposed to using a porta potty, but I'm just thinking. The bathrooms around here are bad enough, but we literally have two porta potties for the entire
3: building. All these people, all day long, they had to use these porta potties. And I was up here earlier today to pick up my uh, paycheck, and the sun was just beating down on both porta potties because uh, the angle it was coming in at, uh, it was rank.
2: I'm thinking the germs in there have to be horrific, but apparently there's some, uh, there's another place that the television and the sweeps time are telling you is a big place for you to get uh, sick. Like, a lot of the germs are going to congregate on these things, and we'll talk about that next in The Hideout, Real Radio 104.1.
3: My ass took a lot of jabbings. In a bowl of chili, chili, right? you know? Right, and, and then dropping a uh, triceratops-sized
2: deuce. So I'm thinking, the germs in there, and I'm not a germaphobic guy, but it just has to be, like, stupid insane in a porta potty like that you gotta know you're going into a germ incubator,
3: yeah, it's just the the funny thing is, like when you walk in there, you feel like you've just walked into something that's been growing uh something that has never been grown before, like a mold on top of it, it, there never was any mold in there, it just smells like there's a lot of that kind of stuff going on well
2: you got it's the smell because mm-hmm. you know that a lot Thick. of that is just caught and it's airborne at some point. It's trying to escape via the air.
3: You know, you were uh, in there and think, your nose hair has caught a bunch of that
2: stuff, and it's in your nose right now. <laughs> and apparently this isn't the dirty. There's another thing they're trying to do for TV sweeps. Mm-hmm. In November, the big ratings period for television.
3: Yeah, and uh, they always, uh, their their local news is a big driver and everything, and the news in general is a big driver that they try to... Uh, to uh, get with the sweeps, they they totally push the uh, the scare things, the uh, what's in your food, what's uh, what can harm you. All
2: right. all right, so apparently this is the next big thing. They're trying to tell you where uh, where your germs are coming from next. The five words that might make you sick this
8: cold and flu season are, may I borrow your pen? A nationally renowned scientist is investigating whether sharing pens leads to more colds and flu. Lisa Chiava tells us all about it.
9: It's been called a Petri dish for germs. Your office can make you sick. A telephone receiver has 25,000 germs per square inch, typically. Overall, your desk items are 50 times germier than a toilet seat. Those findings from nationally known germ guru, Dr. Charles Gerba, have attracted national attention. One item he left out? pens. You chew on them. You borrow them. It's your signature, right there? At a Minneapolis pharmacy, this pen goes from the clerk to customer to another customer again without much concern. How many people handle your pen every day? How many customers? 50 or more? Could be. I don't know. Have you ever thought about that? Thinking, boy, I need to wash my hands? I've thought
10: about it. (laughs) What an ass. I've really done anything about it.
9: But Dr. Gerba is concerned, and his next scientific study will be to determine just how germy a borrowed pen can get. The study study hasn't even done yet. Yeah, so they haven't even done the study. They're just just, uh, speculating.
2: So this is a a story on a a hypothesis, essentially. (laughs) Here's what I think could be. Is that the end of it, Chunks? Well, there's
6: about 20 more seconds. Right. Let me hear. Finish this one out.
9: Surface. So, should you carry your own? Not a bad idea. Dr. Elizabeth McClure <laughs> says, instead of focusing on lab... All
2: right, I think this is a conspiracy by Bic. By the, Bic the and... The pen uh, makers uh, to make Blanc. you to make you buy uh, your individual pens. And all of a sudden, you're probably going to hear that fancy, uh, expensive cross pens are anti-germ or germ-free. Oh, yeah, they'll have uh, the Lysol pen.
3: Where you know
2: it just you you
3: can when you press it once it'll uh, pop the end out press it twice it puts a nice little
9: coat of uh, lysol on it. Results finding germs on common items focus instead on common sense. Wash your hands frequently and regularly and correctly and also um, avoid touching your eyes and your nose and your mouth. And that might be easier than keeping a pen handy. A
0: bug that can make you sick
8: and live on a surface any kind for several hours. Studies so have shown the telephone receiver and
2: keyboard are the worst culprits for office germs. Right, you know what the dirtiest pin in the world may be? What? The one that Bob Dole's been holding. Can you imagine what's growing in there? Ugh. And it's just stuck there, just like brewing for years? And does he change that pin out? I would not I know he's to a say war, no. I know he's a war hero, and God bless him for that. I'm just wondering. Now what would it take for you? To deep throat that pen <clears> throat> I'll tell you what if he's been holding it
3: for ten years I would slap my Dugan against it and I will and this is what I'm saying this is why I'm saying this because I am so confident that I would not catch anything from any of these uh, office things I am I am uh, offering up my my junk to go against everything and see if uh, anything starts growing there
2: you know, so somewhat like a cotton swab it, but use the pin. Using my... All right, you're yeah. so dirty. What the hell? You just want an excuse to get it out there. That's essentially what you're doing. Well, I just want to see how funny it is tomorrow when people are coming in here talking on the phone and everything. and um... You're throwing your junk all over the mm-hmm. place. All right, Tessie in Merritt Island, you're in the hideout. Ladies first, what's going on, Tessie? Hey, how are you guys
1: doing? All
2: right, what do you got? Well, you guys are
1: talking about your bathrooms are out. I'll fill for you. Mm-hmm. Have you guys got
2: number two and gotten smurf
1: juice yet? What? Have you guys got number two and gotten the smurf
2: juice yet? I I I think I have an idea what you're saying. Hmm. Where you go and then it splashes. Oh, not in.
3: I that's why I cannot go that way in a porta potty just for the fear of that and everything that's going on down there.
2: All right, out redneck brings up a great point. Your white blood cells have to have something to do.
3: Yeah. You can't they can't lay idle or they aren't gonna be able to fight anything.
2: I'm telling you, man, I keep I like read this thing, I don't know where it was, where America is setting itself up for just a mass pandemic, I guess they call it, or epidemic or whatever, because we're so like scrubbing ourselves and not using our immune system, so when it finally comes around something nasty, we're screwed. I guarantee in ten years
3: there's gonna be a dial soap cola. Where you can drink it and it cleans out your insides. You know, antibacterial, it just cleans out your insides. I heard you can do that with bleach, but only if you're under the age of 14. No, I, I don't think that works. I think it's uh, antifreeze. I think that's what you got to use. For babies and kittens.
2: you got to make sure they're clean. Just tell them it's ecto-cooler. Gerald in Orlando, you're in the hideout
5: dude, this isn't a conspiracy at all. About a week ago, I borrowed a pencil from my friend, and then I... Yeah, 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 yeah. All
2: right. Seriously, we have the worst phone screener on earth. (laughs) On earth. Oh, boy. At least he's doing the Sir Gary thing. Let's take a break and come back more with this. Because I was wondering what gets cleaned more often. You know, like, maybe that's why this is a whole big issue... Again, the, the germ thing and how scared people really are. And I love the guys who are walking around with the antibacterial soap like in their pockets. Yeah, they
3: have these like little like, little solvent things where you just rub it really fast in your hands and it dries really quickly. And it uh, you know, it's just like washing your hands, but you can have it with you all the time.
2: All right, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. I also have the top five. I know she went over the top one, the phone receiver, mm-hmm. but we have the top five, uh, according to studies, of what's the absolute germiest in the uh, workplace? In your office place. All right, here's what I'm wondering. Chunks, you want to be somebody? Um, Sure. Uh, hey, you're not the radio bottom anymore, so you don't have to do anything. Well,
6: what, what do you mean?
2: I want to know if you'll go around and lick these five things around the building.
6: Uh, sure, why not?
2: Look at him. No longer the radio bottom, the executive producer wanting to be somebody. I see one of these, and uh, since... The, Hold that, on, just okay. to, uh, we'll take a break and come okay. back,
6: and we'll throw out the thought. I can't care. If you see my car, it's a hideout, real radio, 104.1.
2: Tuesday night in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Come on in, 407 916 1041, 888 978 1041. That's Dubs. I'm El Jefe, Pictures on realradio.fm of us hanging out with uh, Ron from the Ron and Fez show yesterday on channel 202. And Dubs getting his tattoo, paying off his bet with uh, Fez Wiley. How's your ass over there?
3: Yesterday, my ass took a pounding. I And it, it really hurts. Isolate. My ass took a lot of jabbings Get the other
6: one I'm sorry, Dubs I didn't hear that Would you mind repeating that one again? I was uh playing with the computer Something wrong? My ass took a pounding
3: I got tattooed And it hurts
2: By the way um, t Pack Wants to know, Dubs If you ever hung out in a place called the Bloated Goat Yes, I have
3: the bloated goat is in my hometown, Fowlerville, Michigan. They have the goat burger there,
2: which is delicious. He says uh, his actually hometown is right around there, so it's got to be one like... Like you know, Weberville or Williamston or... Something like that. Owl. He goes, on a on a good day, you could smell it. On a breezy day, you could smell
3: it. The bloated goat had great food. You cannot deny that. I've never been there.
2: I'm not even allowed to go there. No, I I would fear for you. It's It's rough. I we were talking about the germ thing, Dubs. I was reading over this. Dub uh, Chunks found me a couple of these things. Alright, what do you think is dirtier? A kitchen sink or a toilet seat? I would say a toilet seat just
8: out of douche children? Definitely kitchen sink. Hey, it's kitchen sink. Think of all the stuff that's going down in there. <laughs> think think of all the stuff that's going down in
3: the toilet. And it all the just- uh, two things. All the missed uh, opportunities that when you do it, you know you 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 don't always, you know the toilet seat's definitely not spared when you're going to the bathroom.
8: But like a, a bathroom, a kitchen sink has like standing
2: water in it from the dishes and all that. Um, right now my kitchen sink, I have dishes that have been sitting in there for maybe three weeks, and I keep just washing out like pans that I cooked eggs in, and the egg residue is still there in the water. It,
3: where where'd the expression everything but the kitchen sink, sink come from?
2: Probably because you can't take the kitchen sink out, like how hard that would be. Who would take everything but that, though? I mean, you're taking, what, the... Uh, you're right, though. That is a very the shower
3: handles, too? Every, right. Right, is everything going? The tiles? The counter? You just
2: got the sink sitting there now? It's a ridiculous statement. Everything but the shelves in the pantry. hmm That makes more sense. Or just as much sense... Everything but
3: the dirty laundry. Who's gonna take your dirty draws?
2: If you had a nice jersey or something, though, it could get taken. All right, now this—we were talking about the porta potties. This all came up because we're here at the porta potties, mm. and they got the—they got those going on at the compound. All right. Apparently, playground equipment is dirtier than porta potties. No, oh, I believe that. Those kids are filthy. Well, yeah, a kid's hand is filthy.
8: Okay, why do you, why you have it
3: all over yourself, then? Why are you just... Well, why is there a little chocolate prints on your Dugan?
2: Isolate it. That's too much. I, I what? To, That was too much. It was funny, but a little
8: over the line. And it's not true.
2: Think about what you said before you get mad. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one. Actually, there's
3: old gum underneath. Uh, and I'm not saying where. That's fine. That one I'm okay with.
4: Did
2: you get that one, Tommy?
4: No, because it takes the delay feed.
2: No, oh. there, no, I didn't get that. That's uh, not the part. Oh boy. All right, now you're gonna go around and lick these things, chunks? Ah, uh, yeah. What the hell? We aren't talking about kids anymore, are we? No. Okay. Ah. We're talking about the most the the studies have shown and proven what's dirtiest in a uh in an office building. All right, you know what Putin to follow him around with a camera and take pictures of him licking all this stuff okay and uh what are all
3: the things are we gonna
2: uh, right, number handle? one was a phone receiver okay that was mentioned in the uh, that's
3: the dirtiest thing in uh in an office place is the phone receiver
2: now what do you think it's the dirtiest it the handle or what people talk into
3: people talking huh I think he has to go through the whole thing that's one
8: one big lick. Now, whose phone in the building should we make him lick? How about this one?
2: No one uses that one. Hmm. How about Putin's? How about the phone screener one? Oof. Yeah. Who's sharing that? Let's see. Well, you got Putin, Banana, um, Black General Bean. Banana might make it worth it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That might Trump it. Black Bean, and I guess it depends on who else. Gomer. <laughs> <laughs>
3: All right. No, it's not worth it anymore.
2: Yeah. There goes that. All right, so you look that, Chunks, a desktop.
3: I say the desk uh, that I work at. Or mine. There's always crap on mine, though, like old food, just nasty stuff. All right. Keyboard. Whose keyboard? I say any one of them. Maybe it, even the one in uh, Chunks' booth that he works at all the time. Because everyone's always looking up probably dirty
8: things on that computer. Yeah.
2: Okay, that works for me. Um, That was number three. Desktop is number two. Keyboard, number three. Elevator button, number four, as the uh, germiest things. And number five, toilet seat.
3: So Chunks is going to have to lick uh, a phone receiver, desktop, keyboard, elevator button, and toilet seat. Now, the toilet seats here in the men's bathrooms are closed. Does that mean he has to... uh, do what uh, uh, everybody's been going at, the uh, the porta potty, or are we are just going to send them in the woman's restroom?
2: I'll send them in the
3: woman's restroom.
8: I don't know, that might be kind of like harassment. Shut them. up, Daron!
3: I've seen some of the people walk into that bathroom. Yeah, trust me, that's that's it's painful enough for them to do it there.
2: That's not a reward. Alright, the men's room is open? What is going on? What is it with the porta potties, Dan? Can we get some. We've been talking about this, and now I'm just getting word that the men's room is open. It's open, but there's out of order signs outside of them. I want something that's been used for you. You decided you're gonna step up to the plate and be somebody and do this, chunks. You need to get in there and lick the women's toilets.
6: That's fine. I don't care. I might even get to see some
2: boobies. No, you're
3: not gonna to get to see any boobies in the
2: bathroom. Have you seen some of the people in there?
6: Oh yeah. When, when oh I go yeah. To the bathroom, drop trowels, tree trunk sprouting. Uh, I got a couple in particular. Think about that. Uh. All right, did we take a
2: break and have Putin follow him around with the camera so he licks this stuff? Yeah. All right, and you call us on the phone when you do this, Trunks. 407-916-1041, 888 978 and star 104-1 on your singular wireless phones. Oh, and I got to tell you this story about this, this lady. All right, I'm going to give you, I'll just tease you like this. She was in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And I guess she had some sort of surgery done. Her eye got eaten away. Ooh. While she was laying there. And I'll and I just i I'll tell you what she what it got. How, I'll, How I'll, does that happen? I'll t- she's in the hospital. I may have a pirate on my ass, but at least I don't look like one when I'm walking around. Well, this this poor, poor son of a bitch. So I'll tell you that story too coming up in the hideout. Quick break, it's a hideout. Now, since
3: she's a woman, would she be a bitch of
2: a bitch? Or a daughter of a bitch. Maybe. Alright, so hideout row right there. 104.1. The highlight roll radio one oh four point one four oh seven nine one six one oh four one triple eight nine seven eight one oh four one star one oh four one on your singular wireless phones. Talking germs, apparently pins. That's the new hypothesis. Pins are the real dirty place. Yeah, pens what? and uh and we were we're going through the top
3: five in the office place too. But pens are the new craze of where germs are uh, hidden. Have you thought about money as well? Yeah, money is one thing where a lot of people are, are really crazy about money. If they handle it, they wash their hands right after. I know when I worked at uh, the pizza place, we were required, after handling money, to go wash our hands before we went back and worked with uh, any of the pizza. It, it, this is asinine.
8: Well, all food places require that because you're touching food, but when I went through the toll booth last time, all the uh, attendees wear latex gloves.
2: I, I remember, You know what? I have seen that. Here's the reason I want Chunks to go around and lick the top five dirtiest things in the building just to show you're not going to get sick from taking these germs in. It's it's really
3: it's an unneeded phobia. But basically what we have going on right now is a germ eating a germ. You know, he's just a huge walking... Uh, he's like one of those th- uh, things on the commercial where it digs underneath your nail. That's what chunks looks like in real life. I can see him just popping open a nail and digging down there, making it all yellow like in the commercials.
2: Carl in Winter to Haven here in the Hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Carl?
5: Hey, you ought to have Chunks lick the bottom rim of the urinal where the, the, the urine splashes
2: in the pubic hair. Oh, uh, it's mm. so awful. Thank you, Carl. Now, here's the thing. When we were in D.C., we I'm actually we made him clean the urinal with his uh, Brillo pad hair.
3: Yeah. That wasn't a proud moment
2: of our career. <laughs> <laughs> actually, that was great. I had a blast doing it. But this time, Chunks just said, hey, I'm going to step up to the plate. I'm going to prove that you can't get sick. I'm going to go around and lick the top five dirtiest things. We'll put the pictures on realradio.fm. Chunks. Hey, what's up, guys? All right, where are you starting out with? Number five? Yeah, number five, which is the toilet in the women's bathroom. All right, so you're going to lick that? Yep. The bad thing
3: about the women's bathroom, they have a tendency to hover. Oh,
2: damn. All right, let us hear then Putin's taking the pictures? Yeah, here, Putin's taking Here, let me get you a little tap. You hear that? What if his phone fell in? How great would that be to hear the <laughs> phone, like, disintegrate in the water? Just short out. All right, hurry up. We're gonna take all right, it all here we in. go. All right, go. <laughs> What's it taste like? <laughs> it's cold. <laughs> it's cold. All right,
3: move on to number four, the elevator button. I, I just imagine all these things taste like salt, you know? Like just having a nice salt coating to it.
2: You think that's what the germ taste is? Ugh. <laughs>
3: Yeah, for the most part, like a, like a dirty salt taste.
2: Oh, God. Was that one bad?
5: Yeah, I think it was more of a mental thing, but it was ice cold. All right, I'm out here near the elevator button right now. Yeah, right.
2: go ahead and just press that down button here on the fourth floor, and think about all the people who touch that, probably uh, coming out of the restroom without washing so their hands. I've done it numerous times. Lick the button. do
5: so smudges smudge right? Here we go. <clears throat>
2: Right, I didn't get it pushed. Hold on. Uh. I can hear his sliding. Right. Uh. Why are you breathing all heavy? It's not like uh. it took anything for he's you to do into it. it. Oh, that one was a lot worse than the toilet. It's because of, he,
3: he has one hand on the phone, the other hand down his pants while he's doing this. All
2: right, get back into uh, your studio so you can lick the keyboard, which is number three. To hide out Row Radio 104.1. These are the top five dirtiest things in the office building. Because I, I honestly believe, Dubs, it's just to, it's just to scare you. You have to go through. You have to be dirty in life. All right, Chunks is now in his office. Just stay on the phone, and uh, lick that keyboard. You got the keyboard? You press on the keyboard so we can hear it.
5: Yeah, here we go. I'm gonna hit the keyboard right here. Let me turn right. off everything. All
2: right, l- let me hear you lick it
5: oh god dude there's there's fuzz right there i'm gonna fuzz. Get that fuzz
2: i i and I think about all the stuff that falls in between my keyboard pubic hair yeah clean dude, the keys the keys are seriously brown you
5: can come in and <laughs> take a look afterwards especially like the most popular ones, g h j k
3: i want i want the g to be completely clean and like it's brand new uh
5: I think this stuff's really caked on
3: I want you to look the d
5: okay <laughs> i lick-, lick the d Right, here we go. Going for the D. Can we the All D?
6: right, already, Just do it, ass.
2: Uh, ah, <laughs> uh, ah, ah, that's, that's definitely the worst. The keyboards uh, has been the worst one so far? Uh, what, what, what kind of taste does that have?
5: It's just like a foul, dirt taste. <laughs> it just tastes like awful, uh, I want to say maybe garbagey. It's disgusting.
2: So you didn't uh, you didn't like the taste of the D? This time. Uh, D definitely isn't taking. <laughs> Alright, go back now, you're gonna go lick the number two one, which is the desktop for uh well then you do it on uh Dubs's desk.
3: Yeah. Right. The okay. most germiest places in the office. Uh he's on number two where it is the uh the now desktop. What
2: if, what if this goes bad and he ends up actually getting sick and dying?
3: Well, I, I will start listening to these newscasts more uh, carefully oh, then. Right,
2: but here's the thing: don't. If Chunks goes through this and doesn't get sick, you can't be scared anymore by germs. That's what we're trying to learn. Are you there?
5: Yeah, I'm there. There's particles of food on the desk and like various just disgusting objects of dust. Is, is there a, whatever it is, Dubs is left here.
2: Is there a particular point on the desk, Dubs, that you think is probably
3: the dirtiest? Uh, do it like uh, right in front of where the uh, the keyboard is, right where the, like the forearms rest and everything.
2: Right there uh, should be a good place. Uh, and we're getting pictures for Real Radio FM. Those will be up uh, later on tonight.
5: All right. There's a nice little brown spot. I'm gonna go right for that.
2: Oh, I'm sure you will. All
5: right. Here we go.
2: As usual. Ah! Uh,
5: uh, uh, <laughs> oh, it's dusty oh dusty oh, bad.
2: was it coffee? I don't
5: know what it was, man, but it it didn't oh uh, it tasted more like dust than anything
2: All right, come in here and uh lick the number one one look the number
3: one uh the number one thing in on the list the, phone, re- die, the phone
6: receiver,
2: and that's the actual the one that gets everybody handles here at the stadium at the uh station whenever they call. Whenever they call these phone numbers,
3: 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. All right, you
2: that's, ready? That's the one Putin. All right, which part should he lick? Front part, back part. What do you think? I say he just does one
3: nice swoop right across both the uh, top, middle, and bottom.
5: Oh, uh, dude, this is no. There's like smudges of ear and and um.
3: I guarantee there's at least one person with a wax problem that works on those phones.
2: I say Putin. What's oh. you, you're looking at it like you're in shock. Dude, it's foul, man. Well, I mean, that's it's... the reason it's number one.
3: It looks like to me he looks uh, he's looking at it longingly. What
5: the hell's wrong with us for using this crap, man? I'm going to get sick and die.
2: No, you're not. We're trying to prove that you can't if you go around and lick the top five things.
5: Oh, dude, lick it. Wait, I don't even know what that is. It's like the glue. The glue on this.
2: All right, lick that's it. not glue. All right, that's All right. not glue. That's Gomer.
5: <laughs> all right here
2: we go it's little gummers my tongue uh, oh you're so uh, dirty I can see him doing that one. all right enough uh, already uh,
5: All right, uh,
2: get, uh, I, get uh, I,
5: wanna,
2: uh, I get back in here and i want i get back in here and i want to hear uh, what the worst one was yeah the worst tasting
3: and the uh, just the overall what looked the dirtiest
2: right all right chunks uh, all right. Out of all of them, remember you just looked the top five. Toilet seat was five. Ele- uh, elevator button four. Keyboard three. Desktop two. Phone receiver one. Phone receiver.
6: Phone receiver by far. Yes, definitely. Uh it, it it tasted like an old Reese's peanut butter cup. Well, that tastes That's great. good. Mixed with uh number two. <laughs> Still, I'm into it. No, no i need. Uh, I totally opposed yet. Dude, I need some Lysol or something, seriously. What, are you going to spray it in your mouth? Yes. No, you aren't. No, that, will, that will get you sick. Dude, I will do it. Where is it? I'm serious. Is you there Lysol in there? I thought you were afraid of Lysol. I don't care, man. It's freaking disgusting, and it's only when it's on my skin, not my mouth.
3: Oh, you just going to spray <laughs> your mouth. It's not going to get all over your
2: skin and your lips? All right, now you know what's funny about this? Chunks owes us two fantasy football stunts. If he was smart, he would have said, yeah, I'll do this for a fantasy football stunt. Instead, you did that, and you still owe us two stunts for the hideout fantasy football. I got
6: to get soap, seriously. For your
2: bathroom, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, go go. uh, I think there's mouthwash. Go wash your mouth out. Is it really that awful, dude? Yes,
6: yeah. It's bad.
2: Jones, there's mouthwash in there, I think. All right, here's the thing. Don't get sick. Otherwise, you're going to disprove what we're trying to do Mm -hmm. here. I kinda wanna to tough it out and not wash it out.
3: Right. Could you guys look those things? No, what are we? Animals. Well I the only thing I lick is you know it's food. It's not gonna be devoured by me. I'm not gonna lick it.
2: And a chick's inner thigh. Mm-hmm. Although when you think about it too, just how awful and disgusting is that. When you really think about <laughs> Oh yeah.
6: Are you eating what are you eating? <coughs> I thought that would clear out my mouth. It it's hand honest. cream. How is <laughs> it's it chamomile. What the hell? That doesn't even
8: kill germs. <coughs> it's lotion. And you know what guys are using that stuff for?
3: <laughs> That's gonna be a. That's just gonna make your tongue smooth. Darn.
2: And make you more appealing. Four seven nine one six one zero four one. Triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Dubs, what do you? What's like to you? The most germiest thing like in the world. Like For you personally, you're thinking, I'm not going to do it. I wouldn't touch this. I'm staying away. Any of those
3: bathrooms where it, there's not any free running water. The ones uh, in a bus, the ones on an airplane, the uh, porta-potties. Those, to me, seem like the worst thing ever.
2: That one in Manhattan, the pizza place that we went into? Ugh. Oh, man. I was just thinking there have probably been rapes that went on in there. It was like that kind of a stall or something. But I mean, you know another one? More. <laughs> one thing people forget about? Belts. Oh belt no one washes their belt. You I, never everyone. wash your belt and you're always touching it right after you poo or you go number one.
3: Or sometimes you just don't have time to undo it, so you're just getting everything yeah. you know, and
2: uh everything's touching everything. Alright, do you think Shunks would lick my belt? Where'd he go? Nah, he already did it. He already did his thing. He did his time. All right, I'll lick your bell if you like mine. What's wrong with you? Come on. That let's... was our thing for the weekend in New York. Let's be close. Well, I don't think we can get any closer. All right, let's take a break. Right, we got a lot to get done, Doug. Yeah, we've uh, we've got a lot of stuff still. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. 407-916-1041. 888 978 We can tell our story. we still got that great story to tell. Uh, of us being somebody in Manhattan. Also, you know what I want to talk about, too? This DUI license plate thing. It really is irking me. And also the stupid young criminals between the girl who shot the other girl on the bus here in Florida and then uh, that cell phone bandit. Just morons. Oh, and the eye thing, too. The lady got her eye now. We got two hours to get to all this, so we need to... All right, we'll step it up then. Time to time to step up the pace in the Hideout. row Radio 104.1.
7: It's
2: the Hideout. row Radio 104.1. Hefe and Dubs Tuesday night. 407-916-1041, triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one, the Star one zero four one on your singular wireless phones. Thank you to our buddy Glitch, brought in. Uh, was gonna bring in the hamburger uh, or no, the hot dog heaven hot yeah. dogs, but I guess they were closed. But he Damn still, them! But he still brought in some uh, some nice Wendy's. So very kind to of him, man. That was very cool of him. Hey, let's uh, get a check of the headlines. Hideout news director Sir Gary the Prophet, Sir Gary.
5: Evening. How you doing
2: tonight? Hey, we're great. It's good to be back in town. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Thank you. Y'all have a nice weekend. Yeah, it was a great weekend. Nice extended, uh, yes, relaxing sir. weekend. I went to church. I had
5: a good time Sunday. Uh, what'd you learn about? Learned about Jesus Christ, I'm about to come in the
2: Lord. Oh yeah, it's ha- it's happening soon. Yes, I, I'm a little disappointed. It's supposed to have been happening for about 150, nearly 3,000, 2,000 years now. Yes. Sir. When when Jesus does come back. What what's the best thing to do?
3: Like right when he comes back and you see him, what what should he be doing right um, then?
5: If he's just sitting and of your sins, <laughs> I thought it was give him money. Favor. You don't give him money. Uh, he he takes money from the church to give ten percent to the church.
2: Oh, okay, <laughs> all right, That's where it all happens. Yes, so, sir. Gary, what's in the news?
5: The news? Uh, well, um, a little white boy was on his
2: bicycle and
5: mm-hmm. either. A white boy or black boy. Uh, oh, no. Not, not a, a
2: black, black boy. Black
9: boy on the bicycle. Oh, uh, no.
2: Black, black. boy on ah! a bicycle. Wow. Uh-oh. That's bad news. Why is that always happening, Sir Gary? It's every single time, too.
5: It's yes, just sir. crazy. Anything else, Sir Gary? Uh, Nothing so much. I'd like to invite the public, New Hope Baptist Church uh, this coming Sunday morning, 1030, where Bletch will be preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ at, at, uh, on uh Uh,
2: Thank you, sir, Gary. God bless you. Have a good evening. And it's not any gospel. It's the gospel of Jesus Christ. The gospel. All right, realradio.fm is the website, Dubs. Yeah. And apparently, uh, Matt Albert's like, I'm taking a look at the uh, pictures of Dubs' tattoo Mm -hmm. from the tattoo bat with you and Fez. And he says, real close up, it looks like a close up of Gorbachev's head. Why is it that color? The tattoo or my ass. Both. Well, if you uh,
3: if you can get like a uh, really close on it, I want, and uh, well, maybe we can give a prize to whoever can do this. Find a little dipper. Because <laughs> the pimples
2: kept exploding. <laughs> There's. A... When he was getting tattooed. And uh, you can't see Orion's oh, belt. Oh, it's so. Di- oh, the you... first one's so dirty. You can't see
3: Orion's belt, but it's there. <laughs>
2: All right, Chunks, look at that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's his stunt for hideout fantasy uh. football. Wow, bro. After, Afterwards, just give him a rim shot. But, um, yeah, exactly. Hey, all right, so let me tell you this story real fast, all right? So this lady, and it's in India, all right? So you can take it for what it's worth. But she goes in, apparently she has diabetes, okay and she goes in, and I guess she I don't know why they had to bandage her eye, but they did. for some reason they're bandaging her eye. so they bandage it up, and she's laying there like after the after the surgery, and she's just in pain. And she's screaming. She's in pain. Like, I guess it happened on Friday, all day Saturday. She's in pain. Her eye? Underneath the eye. Like, the eye is just in pain. And so the nurses come in and go, oh, honey, that's normal. You're going to be in pain. (laughs) You know, it'll be all right. Just deal with the pain. And she goes, it's just this excruciating pain. Can you do something? Give her some Vicodin. Help the lady out. They said... It's normal to feel pain from the infection post surgery. Okay? So then Monday, yesterday, they take off the bandage. Her eye is being eaten away
9: by ants. Ah!
2: Oh, what a dirty
3: hospital. What hospital has uh, ants just crawling around and uh, getting underneath the bandage? It's India. Okay? I know. And
2: say eyeballs? They'll eat anything. Do you think the whites of her eyes taste like a Cadbury egg? Ugh.
3: That literally just grosses me
2: out. It's. All right, here's, here's, now, do you think that's the
3: dirtiest place on a body, Looking someone's
2: eyeball? Nah, it's probably pretty clean. Alright, here's the thing too. Because they even tell you, well, yeah, it's got to be pretty clean. On Monday, the patient's family saw a gaping hole with swarming ants in it when they lifted the bandage on her left eye.
3: So, And it could have been stopped if they would have just taken the bandage off and taken a look at it instead of saying, no, it's fine. This is a little pain, could be in a baby. Right. I mean, how many ants were on it? It well, says you... swarming, so it must be like a little tribe of them. Uh, wouldn't you see like a whole trail going to going to her eye?
2: I don't know. Maybe she's all bandaged up, dude.
3: I don't know how many bandages they use, but if uh, you know, if enough of them just got right underneath
2: that. All right, 407-916-1041. Is that the worst thing you've ever heard? And what is it about your eyes, too, that makes you go, like, for guys, it's your nuts, and then eyes everybody can agree with. All right, nice, Dave Matthews. I'm sure that's what she wants to hear. Pants <laughs> marching. I can't, a hole in the eye and just... Like ants going in. You know they got to be getting near her brain. An
8: ant, and an ant bite hurts on your arm.
3: Yeah, imagine those things just chewing and ripping through that eye. Yeah, because normally when one bites you, you get to flick it off real quick.
2: Yeah. And how, I didn't know they could do that. Like, actually get in there and just, like... And it's got to be, like, just a little micro... Yeah, but was like... Just like is, hold up. Of, all right, this is what it sounded like. Just tearing away little bitty chunks from your eye. Ah! But there's,
3: Stop, but there's a bunch of them grabbing little bitty chunks all at the same time. Oh, you're right. So it's more like this.
7: Help! Mm.
2: Now, let me ask you seriously. I know here in America we're all about protecting the corporations and the hospitals. How much money should this woman win in a lawsuit? What would you it's award for losing an eye? Because the, the hospital was I, so dirty that they had ants in it? There's a lot of stuff you take into consideration. All right. And i want I'm put this out there. I'd like to hear from you guys. 407-916-1041. All right. Dirty hospital. Crappy nurses. Um, and you lose an eye. And then you got to think, too, this is one of those times literally pain and suffering.
3: Like, oh, yeah. And one thing, I'm, I'm usually pretty quick to uh, I give the doctor the benefit of the doubt if something little goes wrong during the uh, yeah, surgery. You. I mean, it's a very tough job and a very stressful job, and you're under, you're under the gun all the time. Stuff will happen. Mistakes will happen from time to time. But something like this where it's just because you're in a filthy environment and with uh, terrible people you're complaining about some kind of pain and they will not check it out. They just tell you to pretty much shut up. I think she deserves at least ten million. Ten million dollars. Maybe
2: even fifty. Right. I'd award her for fifty if I was on. Ronnie yeah. and Oviedo, you're in the hideout on real radio. What do you got, Ronnie?
5: Yeah, I think she should get a million dollars for every ant a better eye.
2: Each ant. One million per ant. I think it's a good idea to be honest with you. A million per ant. I mean that's your eye. You aren't getting that back.
3: You're going to have a stupid glass thing sitting in there.
2: Now, she's in India. Do you think she'll get any money at all? No. You act like it's a third they'll world. Give her,
3: they'll give her a bunch of uh, real bad food with curry. That's all she gets. Enjoy. You get three goats. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it's like she's going to get the same thing we gave the slaves. You know, we'll, They'll promise her you know, two oxen and a uh, nice, nice piece of land.
2: At some point, which is never, you'll get 40 acres and a mule.
3: Mm-hmm. I I just, I'd i just be pissed I didn't get that mule. I'd have my heart set on that mule. I Deuce Childerone, how much money should she get?
8: At least $10 million. Because the other thing we were forgetting about is not only does it hurt, but after an ant bites you, it itches for a while. She's just going to want to itch her eye. Yeah, and she couldn't even get eye at it. Where her used to be. Stick a finger in there and. But probably more than 10 a million. I mean, she's blind in an eye now.
2: Alright, Chris in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Chris?
5: Well, was the eye working before the ants got to it? Why didn't have a bandage over it?
2: Alright, here's the story. According to the story, it didn't say anything as to whether or not it was working, but honestly, does it even matter? If she, no, not at that point. If she felt the pain of ants eating her eye,
8: you think that's why she went there in the first place? Because she had
2: ants on her eye? No, I doubt it. They would have diagnosed it. I don't think they would have kept it all sealed up. They just bandaged maybe it up real maybe quick.
3: they sprayed some Raid in there and covered it up and said they'll die in a few minutes. Just let it stay.
2: <laughs> they put a nice little roach motel right on her forehead, <laughs> hoping to lure him away. <laughs> all, right, so, all right, I'm not going to do all these puns, Matt. I just want to make it pun time. Give me one of them. Uh, we really got to keep an eye on this story. <laughs> With winning that lawsuit, her future's so bright, she's got to wear shades.
3: I, what I'm really just sick of, in hospitals, the Fons? patchy work they do.
2: Patchy. They're, they're just very patchy. I'm sorry, I stepped on that one. My yeah. Mom. I saw this one on Eyewitness News.
3: There's a hole in the system. And we gotta fill it.
2: Jimmy Jimmy Jam in O Town, what's up, man?
5: What's up, guys? Hey, buddy. hey, the filthiest story I ever heard besides, uh, douche chill's back hair <laughs> is, is, uh, there was these, uh, my friend had a, e, well, he was an EMT in New Jersey, and, uh, he's, I asked him what the nastiest story ever was. He said there was cockroaches living in this girl's leg before, and he could see them poking out and running back in and stuff.
2: I've heard but, that as an urban legend. I don't know if no, that's true. No, he actually saw it. He actually saw it. But wow. still, uh, douche's back, douche's back to
6: his back hair. Come on, guys. try to speak English. It's, it's douche. douche. <laughs> Thank you, Jimmy Jim.
3: Thank now, you. Um, my dog, when I was a kid, uh, it broke its leg, got hit by a car, and we had to put a cast on it. It started smelling all the high heaven. So we took it back, and uh, they cut the uh, cast off, and there were little uh, uh, like uh, maggots eating away in there. See, animals are
2: just filthy. And apparently so are human beings.
8: Yeah, apparently my back hair is worse than the ants eating the eye.
2: It is. It's hideous, dude.
8: you got to do something about that.
2: What should I do? It grows Shave right, it. It'll grow right back. Get it. I'll, like no, I'll just to put a bandage over it. That'll fix it up real quick. All right, Matt. have some ants eat all that hair. Matt, was, he read more of the story. He said, when the nurses saw the ants, they yelled, "I caramba. <laughs> No good. You guys are doing all the puns, the patchy, the eyewitness news. I thought that one was actually clever.
6: I carumba. Oh, I get it. Oh wait, no, I don't. Jr. and Port Oranger in the
2: hideout. What up, man? Hey guys. Yo.
5: Hey, how do you know this lady didn't bring the ants there?
2: Uh, oh and yeah. And just what poured them into rye? And she smuggled uh, them in to be to be eaten for an entire it- day. Maybe she had the uh, the infestation in her hair, and she brought them. Okay, even then, dude, when you tell a nurse, hey, my eye really hurts, could you check it out? And they go, no, it's just part of the pain.
8: There's an issue. You think they told her it's probably just the ants, don't worry about it? It's just ants eating away at it. You don't really have to worry. <laughs> Can you imagine? Because they're always real nonchalant. They just tell you what's going on. No big deal.
2: That's just the ants tearing away at the uh, mucous membrane. All right, Tommy. This one's going on, Tommy. Tommy says she cried out for her dad when she saw it. I, Poppy. <laughs> that one's funnier than I, caramba? Yeah. <laughs> I but, love Tommy. Whatever. I thought Matt's was better. <laughs> All right, you'll know, take a break when we come back. Ray in Orlando, you're in the hideout.
5: Who the hell is going to pour ants in their eyes? That's not (laughs) what
2: the story is about. No one poured ants in their eyes. I'm taking a break. I cleanse myself of this one. Um... 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Do you think that lady's gonna be doing vising
3: commercials later? All right. No, is... se- no, that's not a pun. Seriously, like, do you think uh, she can score any money off this, you know, like, uh, in a working kind of way? I mean, I doubt it. Just the the ups of keeping your eye clean. If you end up like me. No. See this? This could happen to you if you don't use Vaseline. <laughs> well, that had nothing to do with it. I'm sure Vaseline will wash those ants right away.
2: It's hide hideout roll radio, world 4.1. All right, that's the audio, actually from India. Of the lady who was in her hospital bed, just uh, had an operation, complaining about her eye for like 24 hours, and then it hurt. As it turns out, there were ants eating a gaping hole through it. 407-916-1041, 888 978 Sounds it's a, painful. It's a hideout. Row Radio 104.1, Fan and Dub is back live on a Tuesday night. Tommy and Deland, you're in the hideout.
5: Hey, what up, hideout? Yo, dupe. Hey, you guys are onto something with this Visine thing.
2: What are you talking about?
5: It gets the red out, the red ants out. Yes. Is. Oh,
2: come on. I'll tell you. When they do
8: finally take the bandage off, you think they tell her right away, or they kind of be like, "Hmm, what do we tell this
3: one?" I think yeah, right away she feels and knows.
2: Imagine they start scurrying out down her chin and all over her forehead and like biting along the way. You
3: think at that time you've been through so much pain, you don't feel like the ants crawling?
2: You have to, and imagine if you're the nurse or you're like the family, and it pop it open and just how everyone's yelling like it's a horror. I movie. can't imagine the reaction. I don't think that's it. just pointing, <laughs> but pointing from one side so that she can't see it.
7: <laughs>
2: Those are the evil bitch nurses, Frank and Orlando, you're in the hideout. What you got, Frank?
5: Um, I was just wondering if maybe when it comes to banging her face,
2: mm-hmm. if she's the
5: master or the pupil. Oh.
7: <laughs>
5: <laughs> just, ah.
2: He's such an ass. That, that was funny. Oh, man. And we talked about it, but I mean, do you really think they start spraying Raid into her eye? I, you know, they, uh, they or, must do you, have... do you get in there with like someone who has long fingernails and start scooping them out?
3: You have to do something because those things can just start eating more and getting into uh, even more damaging places.
2: They, they could have got that powdery
3: stuff, you know, that they bring to the queen. You know what I'm talking about? No. There's that
8: uh, really good ant killer. It's like a You powder. being the queen? I'm not the queen. All right, isolating, cut out the knot. <laughs> so, anyhow, it's like a, they eat that instead of the eye. Are you inviting people to eat
2: you? What is going on here? Thank you, Doves. Alright, Go Gators said if she wins a lot of money, do you think she's gonna buy an iPod? Alright, it turns out Go Gators is actually Douche Tilderone's uh, instant messenger. Oh. Jeremy and O'Callaghan, you're on the hideout on Roll Radio. What do you got, Jeremy?
5: I can't believe somebody will go that far to put ants in there. I was just to make. Alright.
2: Yeah, it's that's really crazy.
3: That someone actually
2: that's took a handful of ants, shoved it into her eye, was packing it in there. Alright, hold on a sec. Alright, let's take it to that then. Let me ask you. Somebody hands you cash, $25 million, and says, here's what I want to do. For every minute that I can pour these eyes or these ants into your eyes, and you can handle it. Now, how about this? For every hour, okay. you get a million dollars.
3: I would do it for an hour.
8: I like the minute one better. I would take that.
2: Well, obviously, that's why I changed it. You think you could last a full hour? Just knowing with that pain, you're getting a million bucks. Yeah, I think I could handle it for an hour just for the million bucks. Now, how about this? You can't close your eye when they do it. It's literally held open like it's a clockwork orange.
3: I would feel more comfortable if they did the same thing with the uh, bandage.
2: All right, so let's say they pour where, in the where ants. Where it's, and it's not
3: getting dry out, you know, where it can still, you know, have covering, but the ants are right there. You know?
8: Don't you think if you kept blinking your eyes enough, they'd maybe scurry away?
2: No, I don't think so. They're after that sweet eye flesh. And once you've tasted it, you got to have it. Hmm. Matt Mad Mateo in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, buddy? What's going on, guys? Yo. You know
5: how you guys keep talking about ants and all this, and mm. when you're in a group of people and somebody even says anything like that, you start itching all over? I'm sitting here listening to you guys, like, itching all over because of this.
2: Do you feel like they're crawling all over you right now?
5: Yeah, like you get the weird itching sensations, like, on the back of your neck and just, like, in random places for no reason, and that's what I have right now. Thanks.
2: That's it right there. That's them.
3: Crawling down your back, running into the crack area, making a little nest down there for now, themselves.
2: Here, now, everybody driving in your car, here's what you got to really worry about, and I want you to freak out, but be careful of that tarantula that's right underneath your seat, and it's about to crawl up your leg. Yeah, the back of your leg. Yeah. You can't really feel it at first until you look down, and bam, there it is in your lap. I'm so glad there's no... Don't swerve! Don't swerve! Let it bite you. You talking about Daron again? Yeah.
8: It's, I'm just glad there's not tarantulas in this part of the country. At least I don't think there are.
2: Of course there are. They're everywhere.
3: People have them for pets and then they get worried yeah. all the time.
4: Like those stupid pythons. Mm hmm. I know you guys were irate about the story. But Come on. <laughs> let's not make a ma- mountain out of an anthill here. It's not that bad. No. All right. <laughs> all right. Destro says after her incident, I bet she's a
2: real eyesore. Mm <laughs> hmm.
3: Literally, that's the literal time you can say she's a real eyesore.
2: Mm-hmm. All right, all right so you would do it for every hour, $25 million, or a million dollars, million up to 25 hours. I'd only do it for one hour. Just for a million? Yeah. You wouldn't even, but once you get that past that first hour, you're not thinking, all right, you know what, I'm going for two.
3: But you you can salvage some sight probably with
2: one. All right, let me ask you this. Her eye, it's got that hole in it. Mm-hmm. What would it take for you to lick it, lick the hole, the eye hole? Like stick your uh, tongue in there and then you go. Mm. Fifty thousand. Where the ants were. How about with the ants still in there? Sixty thousand.
8: It's just a difference of ten
2: thousand for you.
5: Yep. What the?
3: The ants just kind of, you know, it's an added
2: bonus, but it I'd help, live with it. It helps make it crunchy. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can't even ask that. What? Tommy.
3: No, <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? Oh, uh, thank thank you again to Tommy for uh, taking the uh, taking uh, uh, my band to go over and pick us up from the airport. I know that's a big blind spot.
2: Oh. And... All right. Someone named Mad Max apparently just called and said he put a whole bunch of ants in Chunk's car because he hates him. <laughs> All right, Matt, I... Mad Max. That guy's a bastard. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. Oh, the irony. No? All right, we'll take a break. (laughs) I got that one from Matt, too. Fine. All right, Dubs, what do you want to do here? We can do the hideout headline game show, get caught up on the day's news headlines, and also win a ton of prizes. Uh, We have our winner. The winner is here for the Crime Scene Investigation Grand Prize, a trip for two to Vegas. With round-trip airfare, three nights hotel accommodations. Tune into CSI: Crime Scene Investigation Saturdays at four and five o'clock only on WB18. Only better place in Vegas is Ireland. No, all right, we already sh- we already proved that the puns aren't working.
4: <laughs> aye, aye, Captain.
2: Why well, keep going with it? Uh, let's do the Hideout Headline Game Show. 407-916-1041, Star-1041 Star on your singular wireless phones. Be a winner in the, with the Hideout tonight on Real Radio 104.1.
5: Screwheads, listen up.
0: Welcome to the Headlines Game Show. Time to see what you think you know. Can you walk the smart guy talk or are you livestock? Try, open your eye and see what you can find. You might just win a prize. Here's the trick. Are you sheep falling asleep on your feet? Headlines Game Show. Headlines Game Show.
2: It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Time to get caught up on the day's news and win some prizes. The Hideout Headline Game Show brought to you by the Wholesale Furniture Market. Save 50-70% to every day. 436 in Castleberry next to the Sam's Club. And I'm telling you, those are good guys with quality merchandise. Joe Dubs. Big Dog Steve, it's a great place. you got to get out to the Wholesale Furniture Market, especially with uh, holidays coming up. Get yourself a nice, badass dining room table. That's the way you do it. Do it up nice and classy with the Wholesale Furniture Market. All right, let's do the Hideout Headline Game Show. We'll go, Um, it's World, National, Local, Sports, and Entertainment News. Start off, ladies always first in the hideout. Tiffany in Winter Springs, which category would you like?
1: I'll take entertainment.
2: All right, and it's uh, true, false, multiple choice, or fill in the blank. What is entertainment, Putin? Entertainment's fill in the blank, sir. All right, here we go, Tiffany.
0: Entertainment tonight. Which film and TV actress poses topless on the cover of GQ's December issue as the first ever GQ Woman of the Year?
7: Hmm.
1: This is tough. I, I have
2: no idea. Um, I'll give you a hint. Tiffany, how about this? I'll give you a little hint. She is constantly in the tabloids right now. I mean, she's like the, she's all over them. Has been for like, what, a year? Yeah, Yeah, getting close to that. Yeah. Britney Spears? That's a good guess. Actually, no, it was Jennifer Aniston. Sorry about that, Tiffany.
3: She she should be be a box office poison of the year. Terrible. How is she man of the year? Yeah. Woman. No, she's a man of the year. She's the first woman to be honored as Man of the Year. Uh, okay.
2: How about Jennifer Aniston, GQ's Sad Sack of the Year? Look at me. I got dumped. Hmm. Yeah, so does everyone else in the yeah. world. Be happy you got dumped for Angelina Jolie, you'd be pissed off if you got dumped for someone like Sandra Bernhardt. That's when you go crying.
3: How about uh, number one, uh, Didn't Take Long to Rebound of the Year? She's already with
2: Vince Vaughn. Why is everybody feeling sorry for her? I gotta say, he's probably a better catch anyway. At least you know he's probably gonna entertain you. Yeah, be he's... funny. Uh... Jennifer Aniston, uh, GQ's one-trip pony of the year. Yeah. How about a new haircut? Is it too much? No, that, that haircut's a hit right now.
3: Everybody wants that haircut. Is it 99 still? I guess so. Everybody likes those short bangs pushed over. Alright, let's move mm. on.
2: Uh, let's go to Emilio in Orlando. Uh, what would you like, Emilio, world, national, local, or sports? Let's go with sports. I right, hear sports with Putin.
0: Sports news is multiple choice tonight, sir. Which NFL team center on offensive tackle admitted to being in a fight with each other that ended in a broken jaw for the tackle that needed surgery? All
2: right, that was complicated. Just give us the name of a football team that got into a fight.
0: It was just two players With uh, each other. Is it A, the Florida Panthers, B, Chicago Bears, C, Philadelphia
2: Eagles? Yeah. What do you got? Jo- uh, Chicago, Chicago Bears. Bears, you're a winner. Hold on.
0: Yeah, he is a winner. He knows what the hell's going on. The Florida Panthers? Isn't that there? Carolina, Crap. Jacksonville Jaguars. Florida Panthers used to be a hockey team. <laughs> sorry. Wow. I'm sorry. I It's okay. Jaguars, Panthers, Florida Jacksonville. <laughs> Hockey, football.
3: What, are you doing Shoutouts right now? Are you uh, on stage right now about to uh,
0: perform your hit? Yeah, those are all my
2: Jacksonville. boys. Jacksonville. Actually, speaking of shoutouts, uh, just ironic. Super Cav, uh, he says his name, Seaman George, USN stationed at the USS Frank Cable in Guam, giving a shout-out to the hideout. So I guess he's on a, uh, on a boat out near Guam. Well, spread cool. the word. Yeah. Our Guam numbers have been down
3: for a while, and we really need uh, those up. To hit the bonus. Yeah. The Guam bonus, which is a uh, pineapple.
2: gonna wait. Mr. Delicious in Melbourne, been on hold patiently. Here we go. World, national, or local? What do you want, my friend?
5: We are the world, baby.
2: All right. Let's go with world news. Here is Tommy. uh, Actually, Tommy Putin. (laughs) Okay.
0: Uh, Would you like to co-host this question
2: with me? Just shut up and go. (laughs) True or false?
0: Despite Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice's best efforts, a border traffic negotiation between Israel and the Palestine Authority has fallen through. True or false? He said false. That is right. correct, sir. You know what the hell is going on.
2: Congratulations. So it's over. We have world peace. It's finally done. The Palestinians and the Israelis are now holding hands, giving flowers to each other. Singing, we are the world. Going to each other's... uh uh religious each other coax. yeah it's all there Tongue kissing we're it we're done the president did it there's no more fighting in the world is that right no no oh i wish well then why is the news
0: well it's a huge step i mean it is a huge step and condoleezza haven't rice did this it in like, pretty
2: much a day haven't they done this like 17 times no I thought they usually say, okay, here's what we're going to agree to. And then they never, they never uh, follow through I'm not going to bomb you. You're not going to bomb me. In about three months, someone's going to shoot somebody. Then another the one's it, going to bomb me. It's funny because
3: every time they're talking about it, they're giving that hand gesture while, while they're signing it. They're just, you know.
2: You're right. Mm-hmm. Ladies first in the hideout, Shelly, you ready to play? You want national or local? Um, local. All right, here's local news with Putin local news is true or false
0: we covered it tonight a florida senator filed a bill earlier this month that would require drivers with restricted driving privileges due to duis to use pink license plates true or false true that is correct you know what the hell's going on I
3: right,
2: hear are hold on shelly we never really got the chance to talk about it yeah we yeah
3: uh, we, we stepped into it but we didn't all
2: right tell you what let's finish the game and then we'll hit it back up nice now, who's going to hold the next longest let's go to brian in orlando you ready brian Yes, I mean. All right, you're left with national news. Here's Putin.
0: All right, multiple choice tonight, sir. Republican leaders in the Senate called on George W. Bush Monday to develop a strategy and give quarterly updates for what? Is it A, exit strategies in Iraq, B, federal trade deficit management, C, bird flu prevention, or or D, steroid testing in baseball?
5: Can't go wrong with C.
0: Uh, yes, you can. Actually, you can go <laughs> extremely wrong with C. It's actually exit strategies in Iraq. Now, here's Gram. the thing.
2: How about uh a nice quarterly report for all those but the steroids and baseball? The other ones would be pretty good ideas. Hey, let's uh, every quarter figure out how we're going to get out of this deficit. Mm-hmm. Every quarter, let's figure out what we're going to do to avoid these big diseases. And here's what's so funny. It's so transparent, too. uh Mr. President, we as the Republicans next year... Need you every quarter to say how we're gonna get out. What's next year, Dubs? Mm-hmm. Oh, election time. Yep, I'm mm-hmm. uh, starting to ramp up. So they can uh, say they've uh, they've jumped on it. Midterm elections happen to be in 2006, and so we're gonna start the initiative now. Oh, these sons of bitches! I'm reading this Al Franken book. I'm telling you, Dubs, ready? He passed it on to me. I'll. I'll do a. I don't know if you want to, dubs. I'd be willing to give it off to a next person for them to read. It's just, they're all evil. Republicans and Democrats alike, they really got some messed up uh, priorities. But these, not all Republicans, but these really right wing conservative wackos are screwing our country and don't care about you in one little bit.
3: If you had to pick right now, what do you think the ticket's going to be for 08? A ticket for. For a president. Like a Democrat and a Republican. All
2: right. You know who's trying to line themselves up for the Republicans? Is this Bill Frist? But he's having too many issues. I don't see it happening. Here's what I think is going to happen. And it's going to be tough because it's going to get a lot of people. Is you, I'm telling you, one of these two guys is going to be on it Giuliani or McCain. One of those.
3: I'd t- pick McCain over Giuliani, personally.
2: One of these two. And what in and I, ideally you'd be like I like these two cats. They're not going to be holding. You would think they're not going to be beho- beholden to these conservative right wing wackos. But once you get in an office, man,
3: you, you you see where the money is, and that's where you go. Yeah. All right. Democrats. Who are you thinking? I think Hillary. I think she could be a vice president candidate. I don't see her becoming president candidate.
2: I think it is. You think president? Here's what it, it's going to be. Maybe her or this Biden guy. I think out of Delaware he is. He's really lining himself up, too. And real fast, going back to these license plates here in Florida mm-hmm. for the DUIs, a pink license plate, a Republican senator is saying, hey, we should we should make this happen. Isn't the whole thing of like, okay, you've done your time? Exactly. It's like an extended... Even three... How about this? Three, then you have to get the pink thing.
3: Yeah, but the first th- one, you mess up, you mess up, you know. And you you, you go through your thing, you uh, pay the fines, you go through your uh, rehab, and I think you should be able to start off new again.
2: It just doesn't seem right, because to me, it's not the same thing as kid touching. Kid touchers need to be labeled. Hmm.
3: I I always level, uh, I always uh, rate stuff on how fun it is. What drinking? St- and drink- stop,
2: just stop there. Hey.
3: Chuck jock. Chuck jock. You, you want to know what I'm leaning towards?
2: No, I already know. Okay. I hung out with you for an entire weekend in New York. I know what you were doing. Alright, apparently Biden felt for Kennedy in the 80s, but I think he's, I think he's coming back. He's really lining himself up. He's been I, doing the tours right now. Here's what I want. Just to really scare white America. I have no idea what, what's going on. Clinton Obama. Obama, out even
3: better, Obama Sharpton.
2: <laughs> that why, would be, that doesn't even,
3: one of them is qualified, the other one not. But Sharpton's vice, you know?
2: I think Sharpton would make a good vice president. I want to see the two, I want to see Sharpton versus Cheney in an arm wrestling gig. I'm telling you. And why not Obama? Obama he's a, a very smart he's a freshman senator but hey uh, W pretended to run uh Texas for a little while Yeah, he wasn't there that long All
3: Right there it is. Obama I would 20. love to see Obama on the ticket.
2: How about this? How about the guys from uh, one of our favorite song uh Tigo Biddies Bumba 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 L Jackson Rappers out of what? Where were they out of Kentucky? Out of Kentucky? I believe Lexington. Get it right records. Alright, let's take a break. Four oh seven nine one six one oh four one, Triple Eight Nine Seven Eight One O four one. Alright, what do we want to do next? Do we want to talk about these crazy kids and their and their killing sprees and their bank robbing? I know we want to bring in our winner for the Vegas thing. Um also again thank you to Glitch who was here who brought us some food. It was very nice of him. And he says he's gonna hook you up at Disney too. Yeah, comes.
3: nice. I need uh, to get rid of my family, so that'll be perfect.
2: Yeah, it's gonna be great. In fact, we're trying to see if Glitch wants to go out on a date with your mom. We're just gonna pass her around. It's gonna be just like 1991, just having her passed around. Even the hair's the same. Everywhere. Take a break. We'll come back. It's a hideout. row radio. 104.1. What the? What?
8: No. this for the radio, radio like busy low hand, she gets some big old
7: bitties. Riot Carey, she gets some big old biddies. Holly Berry, she gets some big old biddies.
8: Angelina Charlie, gets some big old biddies. It don't matter if you see cups or deep cups, whatever. I'm tryna get in ya without well, spinning my cheddar. Cause women know better. I'm hotter than a that's wearin' full sweaters. Nine times out of ten, I leave that panties low. So do the math. Put it together. If you got big old biddies.
4: Forever.
2: Forever. Man, man, man. Spit spit my, my shit. Cause this chick has some like, like, hey. Momma, It's a hot Real Radio Momma, 104.1 Bamba, Big old biddies. Get it right records I
3: think guys, uh You can see the video For that on uh, Joe uh, No uh, What was it uh, Jolie, Jolie no. or Jolie th- Wrecker th- that, that was Mohan Freestyle Mohan Freestyle
2: I got you yeah, you're right, Lohanfreestyle.com. Former guest in the hideout on a Tuesday night. Um, we're just talking about the ticket in L.A. Uh-huh. You know, just like all the races and stuff. It
3: looks golden to me. I think it's going to be a really good race.
2: James in Melbourne, you're in the highlight on our radio. Huh.
5: I think uh, Tommy Bateman's going to be on the ballot for 08. know
2: right. he's on the 06. Yeah, Tommy Bateman for president in 06 is what his thing is. 08's oh, for chumps. Chubbs is looking to uh, make that push. Tub-tubs. Right, what do you think about that pink plate, though, man? More and more. It's starting to really bug me. But the DUI, the pink
3: license plate, if you have a DUI, you have to throw a pink license plate on your uh right we have gas right now, man. we're both burping like crazy uh i I don't like it i i I think that uh maybe if you're on like your third or your fourth and they did that kind of as a all right we aren't going to uh, throw these people in jail for as long we're gonna you know maybe do this uh public humiliation thing see how that works. Instead of uh, the enormous uh, uh, time you can get for the DUI, and is that really going to keep people from drinking and driving? Like, what good does that do? I I can see this becoming like a novelty thing where kids are trying to get their pink plate.
2: How about just the poon? You had something, Putin?
0: Yeah, it's it's not just if you get a DUI; it's if you get uh restricted driving like if they say you can only drive to work and back to home because you have too many DUIs that's when you get the pink plate oh so
3: it's only only when you have the restricted license not when you uh, get yeah. your reinstated license yeah. if you're restricted to just go to work or school that's when they uh, they throw the pink plate
2: on yeah but here here's the Why pink the crappy thing yeah what is that that seems too like very it's, demoralizing like it's labeling you do we have some of that news story chunks? Yeah. I play that, some of that.
1: Republican Senator Mike Fasano of Newport Ritchie has filed a bill requiring the first three characters on the plate to read DUI. Fasano says this might embarrass people into staying sober. What? Police would also be able to stop any vehicle with a DUI plate without probable cost huh. to check out the driver. Ohio and Michigan have similar laws.
2: All right, see, that's what creeps me out, is now at the point that we're going to be able to pull you, pull you over for whatever. That's ridiculous. That's crazy, dude. That ain't cool like, an, in the least. That's
3: just an invasion of privacy right there. That's where it goes over the top. All right, give them the plates and everything so people have an eye on them. Okay, fine. You can almost deal with that. But without probable cause, without them doing anything wrong, just getting pulled over, every time you're driving, then you're going to be screwed with.
2: Is this true what you're tied to me over here, t- uh, Putin?
0: Yeah, that's I learned at orientation when I went to UCF for a semester that apparently the cops on campus, the UCF police, if you're on campus, can pull you over without cause.
3: It's kind of like it's like state property or private property or something like that where they're able to do that.
0: You know? Yeah, so, something like that. I'm not sure if that's still the case, but that that well, used to be at least.
2: Isn't it all? I mean, state or property? Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean it's all funded through the state and and even the nation somehow. I don't see how they get around it with that.
3: There, there's something odd with that law, because I think most, uh, most campuses are like that. I know Michigan State was the same way.
2: Just for whatever, they could pull
3: yeah. you over. They, they, they could just, you know, just to see what you're doing, see where you're coming from, and, uh, if you're causing any trouble. Without even knowing if you have caused trouble.
2: It's like that movie. What was that movie where they go, let me see your ID. No, let me see your ID. Higher learning. That's a great flick. I haven't seen that one in a long time. You ever, you see that one? I haven't seen it since probably shortly after it came out. Well, Remy's in it over there, mm-hmm. a phone screener. Jonathan and Leesburg, you're in the hideout.
5: Hey, I kind of go along with the play thing. Not so much of the invasion of privacy and pulling them over for any reason whatsoever, but if you're behind somebody at night, and they obviously had to be pretty drunk to get pulled over for drinking and driving. I mean, they didn't just tap a line and the cop pulled them over. Then I want to know that that person's drinking that much, so I can pay more attention if I'm around him, and I start to see him swerve, All right. I can avoid him.
2: Here's the thing with that though, Jonathan. When you're on the street, anytime between eleven and three o'clock, I don't care what day of the week, you just gotta know. Yeah. More than likely, eight out of the ten people on the road with you have been drinking.
3: And you know they might not be plastered, but they have probably
2: had some alcohol in them. So. And who the hell? Who the hell is going to be stupid enough to go around and drive in this car? I think that's what they're trying to do, though. No, no. It doesn't mean you're going to keep her from driving. Yeah. But okay, let's take your car. I'll drive. I just can't
3: drive this one with the stupid pink play on the back.
2: Yeah. You know, man. We'll take your ride, though, and I'll drive. No worry. I'll be DD. Drunk driver. <laughs> it's not even saying I'll stop anything. And you know what's even more dangerous is people who fall asleep while driving like chunks. Yeah, chunks <laughs> is narcoleptic. Hey, now he wants the pink plate just to match the pink monster. <laughs> it's that's, all sunbeaten. That's what he's looking.
3: I was waiting for it. <laughs> so hopefully. What's more weather beaten? His car or his face?
6: <laughs> Seriously, look at that thing. <laughs> face. Like a bloodhound. I was looking in the mirror. It really is bad. What did your family say when you went home? Uh, You really let yourself go, and that's not saying much since uh, you were pretty bad before you left anyway.
2: If you go to realradio.fm and like the pictures from the last show at WJFK, we thought then you were fat. You look
6: slender in those pictures. It all changes tomorrow, my friend.
2: Yeah, that's right. You're hooking up with that buddy Brian from Spectrum Fitness, the super slaw over there, right? Yes, sir.
3: Now, we're talking about Chunks' face being weather-beaten. How about Shannon Doherty on that show she was on this weekend?
6: Oh, yeah, the Category 7? Yeah.
2: The End of the World? Her, Which is horrendous. Her and Randy Quaid, like the two most hideous people on Earth right now? That whole cast was weather-beaten. I don't know if, uh,
3: if uh, the storm came over their face before it hit D.C. in that movie, you know?
2: That's where it started. The weather storm was literally the two of them looking at each other. Yeah,
3: it just. <laughs> and then
2: this low pressure system hit
3: from their. Came breath, out of her draws. Yeah. His breath, her draws. I don't know how those
2: two things met, but I'm glad they did. All right, Tommy tells me he gets constant instant messages from people in D.C. just talking about how fat chunks has gotten
3: yeah i mean he's just letting himself go we thought coming down
2: here he would have less money and uh ultimately eat less now here's the uh, here's the funny thing too you and i were just in new york city mm-hmm. and we saw imus and he laughs at Chunks' weather beaten <laughs> face yeah <laughs> imus is good.
3: Imus is actually telling us come on if you put a cowboy hat on him he'd make imus <laughs> look like a stud he'd be like imus's father <laughs> Actually, each of his breasts look kind of like Imus. Yeah, that kind of looked
2: droopy, long. Get a cowboy hat, Chunks. (laughs) It's all going to change tomorrow. Brian Spectrum Fitness. That's right. He's good. I'll be amazed to see how good he is. Yeah, this is his test. He's really putting his business on the line with you.
3: And the funny thing about Chunks, he's not like that, like, just round, tubby fat. He's so sloppy, like a loose meat sandwich where it's just everything's hanging off of him in odd places. His belly button
2: drips grease. Seriously, did your mom look at you and be like, what happened?
6: Yeah, no, you know. She doesn't really she, like looking yeah. at me anyway. Did your mom say, damn
2: it, the the uh, hanger only got half? No. Kept scratching, and that's where all those stretch marks came she from? She didn't say it,
6: but I know she was thinking it. Your poor mother. I know. Did it pull you out by the backside? Okay. Is that what happened?
2: What happened with your sister?
6: Does she laugh at you, too? Because she's a big one, right? No, she's not big at all. Not Be at honest. All. Be honest. Is your, uh, is your sister fat? Uh, she's, uh, she's a little bigger than most. Okay. Yeah. Dubs has a big sister, Yeah, too. I, can,
3: I talk about my fat sister all the time. Yeah. Maybe they can have a fat sister club. <laughs> the high
2: fat sister club. <laughs> I had one, but she went anorexic, so, now, did you smoke a lot on this trip?
6: No, man, I don't smoke. How much do you smoke? Your
2: parents don't know you smoke?
6: (laughs) No, yeah, they do.
2: Do they know how much you smoke? Yeah. Two packs a day? And how you probably pay for only a quarter of the two-pack?
6: One of the packs fell out when I was over there. Out of my pocket. <laughs> she's like, what are those? Are those cigarettes? I was like, well, I don't know how those got there. Did you, she's like, what do you mean? How did they get there? I said, I don't Somebody put them in my you're, pocket. You're about to turn 25. Yeah. You can't be honest? I could, but, you know, I don't want to hurt her feeling. Hurt her feelings? Yeah. our how it goes,
3: it's not like you're sodomizing children with them. You're just smoking them. Matt Albert goes, her
2: sister would have said something, but they had to cover over her cage.
3: <laughs> mm. Like, throw a blanket over it? I don't know why he's so mean <laughs> to my sister. She <laughs> The car's driving by might wake it up if the, if the light's shining in the window. We gotta throw a blanket over the cage. Is the
2: pink monster your sister's car? Yeah.
6: And you're smoking in that? No. It's not, it's oh, not, her, it's, thing, my, uh, it's my brother-in-law. That
3: thing is filled with uh, cigarette butts. And trash.
2: And that nasty, stale, loogie smell.
3: Yeah.
6: That There's no way
3: any person in your family wants that car
6: back. No, not at all. In fact, um, my sister said, I hope it uh, dies with all the old, other old people in Florida. Now do, you,
2: now, do you realize like, how great you had it with Thurston's Premier Auto Center hooking you up with that BMW? Yes.
6: Because uh, today was, I think, the first day I drove in two weeks. And uh, I guess there's some old cheese I left in there from Miss Monster, I guess which was uh, October 8th. Yeah, about a month ago. And uh, the plastic bag was in turn black. And um, it's just foul. And I sprayed it down with a whole bottle of Febreze that I got before I left, and it still doesn't smell any better. I sprayed it in the vents, I sprayed it on the seat. Febreze is not a, a miracle worker. It's there, and you can't spray Febreze
3: on top of the trash. Why? What you got to do, you got to pick up the trash, spray it into the carpet, You know, and how, you know how it. It says you, it kills odors. You know
2: how you get rid of the smell? Yeah. Lighter fluid and a match. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. I think When I say that,
3: I mean on your back. Just spray it all over your back. and. All right, Matt Albert
2: says the pink monster is actually his sister's badge. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
6: yeah. What's wrong with him? Way beyond wheels. I
7: don't know. <laughs> what
6: the hell's wrong with that <laughs> bastard? He's one to talk just cuz he broke the suspension in it.
2: All
6: right, let's take a break. You no, know, I hate her so much. She was so nice to him. She's like, "Hi, it's very nice to meet you," ignoring the fact that he's a giant walking mammoth.
4: A dick.
2: 407-916-1041 888-978-1041. Hey,
4: am I going to have to carry your gym bags for you tomorrow when you go work out since you didn't pull your own luggage out of my car? I he, had to go number one. He just what? jumps out of the car and leaves the luggage in my car. And you guys were only home for how many days? Um, I was out for four days.
3: Yeah, you were over at your place for four days. He had these two- why Why check baggage?
6: Well, you know, I had to bring a lot of stuff over. Why? Oh, I had to. You like know. what? You don't change your clothes you, ever. You're wearing
2: the same shirt you left in. Not, yeah, well, that, you know. That blue Real Radio 104.1
6: Dickie shirt. I bring a lot of underwear over there, because, you know, I'm wearing... Oh, Other people's? No. For what, place mats? No. You know, and I like to bring my games. A lot of fish CDs. Stuff like that. Toys. Did you you Michael's <laughs> Did you have one bag for long shorts? <laughs> I don't even... I don't get it. Right, Joke goes out of my head. All right, we're gonna How t- about? Did you bring <laughs> your Did
3: you bring your own soy milk?
6: Oh man. <laughs> oh, that, all right. We're gonna take oh, a break. We're gonna take a break and come back. Oh
2: man. 407-916-104. You know what, Dubs? I'm in the mood. We'll announce to the shoot. R- we're we'll announcing. <laughs> yeah. Well, announce the winner of our Vegas trip in a second, but first, Dubs, when we get back, let's tell the story of being somebody in uh, Manhattan. I like that. Uh, Dubs forced me to be somebody when we were in New York City. Sometimes you just have to be somebody. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> My ass to cloud Row Radio 104.1 live on a Tuesday night.
3: 407-916-1041, 978 1041 and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone.
2: So Dubs and I were not here yesterday. We were in the mixtapes. Mm-hmm. Um up in New York City over the weekend. When we to go see uh, Ron and Fez, our friends from uh, the Washington, D.C. days, now heard on XM High Voltage Channel 202 with uh, Opie and Anthony. And um, you went to pay off a tattoo bet between you and Fez Watley.
3: Yes. I lost a tattoo bet with Fez. Uh, Detroit Lions versus Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay Buccaneers won, so I had to get Bucko Bruce tattooed on my ass.
2: Right. And... So we that was yesterday. And yeah. by the way, Fez Watley um, last week had a heart attack.
3: So he wasn't able to be there and uh, enjoy the fruits of his uh, his bat, but
2: but uh, he is going to get uh, 100% recovery. Mm-hmm. So we're very excited. If you uh, want to send any get well cards, that kind of stuff, Ron and Fez at AOL.com, and they'll pass it along. There's a lot of obviously a lot of fans from the Ron and Ron days, Ron and Fez days here in Central Florida. So um, Saturday we hang out at the hotel. Uh, LaGuardia. Mm-hmm. Then we went down to forty seventh and Broadway and we had uh the XM hooked us up with a very nice room at the Edison, right downtown Times Square. It was just gorgeous. Um Sunday we went to watch uh football at Hooters. Yeah. We watched uh My Detroit Lions finally win the game. It was a great it was a lot of it was a blast. An absolute blast there at that Hooters. Um and so we actually got,
3: Crazy Jen stopped by.
2: Crazy Jen with Pickles and uh Ron. Yep ended up showing up there. And I guess we just missed the sports chicks out of Tampa. They they showed up after we got there. Oh, really? Yeah, but we didn't we didn't end up sticking around because you and I got so drunk at the hooters. Like in the middle of the afternoon watching the Lions game. I mean, just really wasted. So that was fun. And didn't really do much on Saturday or Sunday night because we had to do the show and you had to get your tattoo on Monday. But after uh after the show on Monday, we just said, "Hey, let's party up a little bit." So we get start we start drinking. We go to Happy Hour cuz that's when the uh, beers are cheap. Right, exactly. So we're hopping around 8th Street, um just like, kind of up and down finding some different bars and really having a good time you and I just hanging out. Mm-hmm. And we did like we went to a little internet bar uh, and a couple of other places, just having you know, a happy hour, you know, sitting out in the patio, that kind of fun stuff. They're right there in Manhattan. It's a good time. We decided to go back to the hotel bar and we're gonna watch uh maybe grab one more drink and then watch some Monday night football. So we're sitting there, we're sitting at the bar, and uh it's two it's the two of us on this bar, and then there are three like middle aged ladies who are there drinking, I guess they're in town having a good time. And this older gentleman Comes up. How old would you say? I'd say late 40s, early 50s. Oh, no, no, no. Later. I think he's late 50s. Late 50s? At the very least, late okay. 50s. I,
3: I thought maybe he just had a lot of miles on him because of the amount he drinks.
2: Yeah, we'll call him Bird. Okay. The Bird Man. Jailbird. So, yeah, Jail, Jailbird will be his name. But um, So we're hanging out, and he starts hitting on these chicks who are way out of his league and, like, buying them drinks, Okay just like really trying to score with one of them. So it gets to the point where one of the the ladies start talking to us just to get out of the conversation with this guy. Yeah,
3: because you could tell he was very wasted and uh, very annoying. But he was fairly well-dressed. Yeah. This hotel we were staying at wasn't a cheap hotel. uh, So anybody there was more than likely had a little bit of money.
2: Right, exactly, except for us. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So we decide we're going to chat with the guy, you know, and maybe we can score some free drinks out of his drunk ass. Well, it turns out Jailbird is, uh, we get talking about something or other and where we're from, all this, that, and the other. He says he's from Texas. Then he says he's from a little old town called Lubbock. Well, those of you know, I was actually born in Lubbock. I went to Texas Tech University. Turns out he's a Red Raider too. Okay? We're like, wow, this is cool. We're thinking, awesome, we got somebody to buy his drinks. And he, he did. also mentioned that he was a millionaire. Now, I was just about to get to that. He owns three places, mm-hmm. and he stays downtown during the week, and then has a place like maybe in Connecticut on the weekend. He's a millionaire who owns a bit. I'm not gonna say what it is. No, but he owns a business there in town, and so he, you know, he says he brings in three, four million dollars a year. And so, and he's tossing around money, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, like it's nothing. So whatever. So we're sitting there and we're talking to this guy, and we're having a good time, you know what I mean? But and it's the High Dot Road Radio 104.1 telling a story about this is actually last night in Manhattan. So, Jailbird, and we're pretty uh, we're pretty liquored up at this point. Oh, we're we're toasted. I mean, it's the end of the night for us, okay? And he's buying us extra drinks that probably shouldn't be had. So we start talking, and I guess we're talking about his kids, or maybe he's talking to us and kids of today. Yeah. And then he gets into how he just don't underst he doesn't understand kids of today, and then he goes into this long tirade about his daughter, who's in her early 20s and is selling drugs. Yeah. He, well, the thing is,
3: he he has older kids, and he talks about how good they are, but he doesn't know what's going on with his
2: younger daughter. Okay. So then he's talking about how she sells drugs. And then the phrase of all phrases... The buzz phrase. Right when uh, this phrase
3: comes up, you know what's coming next.
2: And you know the night's about to take a turn. I don't want to sound racist. I'm not a racist, but... I'm not a racist, but... He starts (laughs) dropping the end bomb Even I don't like... Than the N word, <laughs> and he. But then he tries to cover it up with, "Hey, white people, black people, green people, they can all be the N word." Anybody who, who sells drugs is the N word. Now, which my, I find
3: even more racist than just calling uh, that to black people, because now you're saying uh, a derogatory word for black people can also be used for any drug dealer in the world. So you're calling,
2: like, you're right, paying the even more broad stroke. And I'm like. You're a millionaire. You can't come up with a different word. You can't make one up for someone who's awful like that. So here's what this is when it really starts getting weird. All right. We're still in the hotel bar. Dubs is like, Hey, uh, so the guy, the guy starts talking about how if he could, if he would, he'd love to kill the inn that his daughter's dating. <laughs> like, he wants to kill him. He wants, he wants to, he wants to shoot him. So I, I start him
3: on. i'm like yeah you gotta blow that bastard side off dubs
2: I, with his skin I, head i'm I,
3: i'm making the little bullet thing i'm like you gotta do it you just imagine the look of the brains flying out the other side of the side you gotta do it you gotta be somebody and you know what
2: it's like and he was agreeing with me he's like you know what i think i do on the show you know what it's like it's good cop bad cop and i'm sitting there and i'm going no dubs stop stop
3: dubs don't i'm I said, I have to uh, agree with this guy right now. I can't go with you, Jefe. Right now, I say, yes, kill him. Then he starts
2: throwing out money about how much would, you know. Yeah, how much you'd pay me to do it. Ten grand, he says. (laughs) Ten grand.
3: Ten grand to throw my life away. Okay.
2: So, so Dub's is like, you got to shoot him, man. (laughs) You got to put it right to his head and show him who's boss. You just shoot him right there. And I'm like, I'm going crazy at this point, like, what are you doing, what are you doing? So finally, somehow the conversation wraps up. But the guy apparently begins living vicariously through a couple of 20-somethings here in Manhattan, living out his good old days, and says, hey, we're at 47th and Broadway. He goes, hey, let's go. There's this great Italian place, Mimi's, at 52nd and 2nd. Let's go over there. My treat. And at this point, I want anything to get away from this guy because I know it's trouble. <laughs> Dubbs is like, sure, we're free, let's go. <laughs> I'm like, dude, we gotta be up and out at four o'clock in the morning. Uh,
3: don't worry, you know, we're gonna get in the cab with this guy. He's gonna take us over this place. We're gonna
2: have some good Italian food. And so I'm like, oh, you're kidding me, Dubs, you're kidding me. So, <laughs> so we get, so we, we, he 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 um he flags down a cab. All right. And I think we I always
3: th- flags it down. Is he jumps in the middle of the street and makes it stop. Yeah. He doesn't
2: just wave it down. He's standing right in the middle of the street. Right there on 47th, okay? Now, I want to take a break because we've got to take a break and come back. This is the tame portion of the story. It gets even crazier once we get into this cab. (laughs) One word, terrorism. (laughs) I'll I'll leave it at that. Four.
3: 407 916 1041, 1041, star 1041 on your singular wireless phone.
2: We'll take a break and we'll come back and we'll finish out this story. Because Dubs just about, and like, you know, I'll finish it up the story where I finally had to be somebody and what it's like to be with J Dubs in Manhattan. Drunk! Take a break. We come back. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Shut Tuesday night in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1, Hefe and J-Dubs, story time specifically from yesterday. Recap us, a little bit of what happened uh, last break and what we were talking about. Dubs and I bar hopping after being on the Ron and Fed show on XM202 in uh, downtown Manhattan. And we were at the hotel bar. What was it called, Rum House? Right there at the Edison? Yeah,
3: yeah it was the one in the uh,
2: hotel there. And so we meet up with this West Texas hick, Jailbird who is an alumni of Texas Tech and a millionaire, who, while we're at this first bar, is trying to convince us how he quote-unquote hates the ends. But ends can be any color, he said. And how his daughter is dating one and selling drugs and saying he wants to kill him, and Dubs egging him
3: on saying he should do it. Got to do it. Imagine imagine the joy you'll feel afterwards.
2: dad yeah, just... <laughs> Dub's running a bit, literally <laughs> skidding, and this guy's talking about, I've lived a good life, maybe I will do it. <laughs> so he wants to now take us to uh, Italian food. We're at 47th and Broadway. He wants to take us across town to 52nd and 2nd, uh, someplace called Mimi's. Pretty far away from where we're at. Pretty pretty good little hike. So we flag down a cab. Dub's and I sit in the back, and Jell-Bird gets in the front. With a Muslim cab driver. Okay? Now, it's New York City. Hey, you, you gotta figure it's gonna happen. And whatever. The thing about the cab driver, the cab driver seemed really, really, like, super nice. Yeah, he, uh, he played it really cool what happened next, too. He was,
3: he was keeping his cool to him. He
2: just seemed like a younger dude, kinda, trying to make a living. Who know, you know? Probably there for school, something like that. So we're driving in the cab. And, Dubs, you're going to have to tell this part a little bit better than me because I'm not kidding you. I was scared. I was text messaging a friend of mine, letting them know what was going on, just in case our bodies ended up in the Hudson River. (laughs) All right, so what is the jailbird saying to the Muslim cabbie? The jailbird is saying to the the cabbie... uh... The millionaire jailbird who's taking Uh, us for a late night meal. He first inquired on
3: the guy's background, found out he was was a Muslim, and uh, starts talking about Osama to him and how this cab driver should honor Osama and blow up his cab somewhere.
2: And so, (laughs) yeah. What
3: the hell? Yeah. So I'm sitting in the back seat, egging him on again. I'm like, you know what? That ain't a bad idea.
2: Ah! <laughs> and, I, and, and I am going out of my mind. Like, I don't know what's going on here. And this cabbie's like, no, Osama, bad man. You know, he's he isn't what Muslim is all well, about or I, Islam. I, like, I don't
3: know, man. I, I've seen some stuff on him. I don't know. I'm just saying, you know, it doesn't
2: sound like a bad idea. And so this guy <laughs> is sitting here egging him on to commit car bombings (laughs) and 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 i am literally and this is a millionaire guy taking us for and he's so drunk and honestly i think he was trying to impress dubs and i (laughs) it's one of those things that he's he's gonna try to run a bit Mm -hmm. i suppose and this is the bit that he's gonna run in new york city of all places to an actual muslim cab driver all
3: right and Dubs is and I'm running his Robin character. I'm just you know I'm I'm sitting right there agreeing. <laughs>
2: and so I literally text Dubs, stop it. <laughs> I, I and I text right back, no, this is epic. <laughs> <laughs> and so and it was the longest cab ride ever across the city. It was and it because it was awkward because this guy was running down the guy's uh, home city or home country. And then talking about how America is this, that, and the other, and he should just go ahead and do what he wants to do and be just like Osama and blow up his cab. Just really the worst, most awful thing I think you could say. Okay? (laughs) And And I'm back there agreeing. (laughs) Literally doing the fist pump like, come on. I don't think you will. (laughs) Darren. So we pull up to Mimi's at 52nd and 2nd, and Dub says... On the count of three, run. And I'm like, I'm like,
3: what? What are you talking about? Like, There's no way we're sitting in that in that uh, restaurant anymore with that guy. I couldn't handle it anymore. Eating a
2: meal with him. He goes, when we when we stop, on the count of three, just run. And I'm like, no, and no, I'm no. What are you talking about? So we pull up right in front of Mimi's, and. And at this point, it's really awkward because Jailbird's trying to get the cabbie to come in and eat with us <laughs> and, like, befriend I him. Really <laughs> forgot about that. Remember, he goes, I give you $100, you pack, you park your cab, and you eat with us. <laughs> and so...
3: This guy's staying in our hotel, too, and he knows we're staying there.
2: Yeah, he's staying in our hotel. So we stop, and then goes, one, two, three. And he gets out of the cab. Dubs gets out of the cab and starts running. At this point, I'm stuck in the cab with Jailbird and the Muslim cabbie, and it couldn't have been long. It was like two, three seconds. And I'm like, screw it. I got to go. And so I pop open the, uh, the door, and Dubs and I are running like a couple of fugitives down 52nd Street away from the cab. Drunk as hell. I mean, loaded. And we're darting through alleys, we're darting through the city, anywhere we can do. What do you think that is? I mean, what, what kind of hike is that? Maybe about a mile, probably mile plus from 52nd and 2nd back to 47th and Broadway.
3: I guess around that
2: length. And I'm like start There's, huffing and puffing. You're yelling at me to stop. I'm I'm keeping on trucking. I'm like slow down. We gotta we gotta pull into an alley so I can catch my breath. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, what did we just do? <laughs> what are you doing to me? What is this? It was First, let the recap. Drunken millionaire says he wants to kill the quote-unquote in that his daughter is dating, and Dub's saying, "Do it. You know it'll feel great." <laughs> this something you gotta do. You, then you'll we, never forgive yourself if you don't. Then we. And then I'm trying to get out of it, and Dubs is like, no, let's go eat Italian food with this guy. So we get in a cab with a Muslim cab driver, who the the millionaire jailbird is saying, hey, you should be like Osama and blow up your cab. Just go ahead and do what you want it to. Dubs in the background agreeing, yeah, be somebody. (laughs) And then pulling up to the Italian food place, and Dubs whispering on on the count of three, run.
3: And us darting across the city. No, I got out nonchalantly enough, like I'm going to go into the Italian food restaurant, close the door. But then you start running before
2: I'm, like, even out of the car.
3: I I warned you. And I kept telling him, no, no. Yes. There's no way we're eating with that douchebag. I just wanted the experience of driving a cab with him. And I wanted out of there.
2: And then you wanted to go for a nice sprint through the city. That was fun. (laughs) And so, and I'm just pissed the whole time at Dub's like, What are you doing, dude? I'm laughing like a maniac.
3: And now, and now Hefe's worried about when we go back to the hotel. Is he
2: going to be there? Is he going to rat on us? Is he going to make up some. He's a millionaire in the city. I'm sure he could pay someone off to get us in trouble. (laughs) What's he going to get us in trouble for? Why would he? Because we ran? I don't know. (laughs) Because you're encouraging. I don't even know. Just the whole night, dude. It was too much. And so we get back to the the hotel. And Doug was like, hey, you want to go into the bar and have another drink? (laughs) No! (laughs) No way! Why not?
3: You know the guy's going back to the bar to see if we're there. What's he going to do? An old douchebag. It was frightening
2: to me, man. (laughs) I'm not lying. And maybe it doesn't seem as frightening, but when you're in the city... Getting out of cabs and just running. (laughs) And the way the two of us look, you as a skinhead, me as the... I'm not a skinhead, I am. Me as the Latino with the bald head and the long coat... We're lucky that none of NYPD saw us just running.
3: Why would
2: they uh, care? Because we're sprinting like we did something wrong. And really, technically, you know what? You did. How? Encouraging the murder of a black man (laughs) and cheering the cabbie on to commit a car bombing you wacko what
3: are you doing to me? I never said do it I said hey not a bad
2: idea yes it's an awful idea (laughs) it was a bit (laughs) yeah it was a bit of course you were skidding but that was in real life with a Muslim cab driver and a drunken millionaire what else are you supposed to do in that situation And so Dubs just keeps saying the whole back, thank me. When are you going to thank me? This is the coolest thing you've ever done. Thank me. You were somebody. Congratulations. The whole time back.
3: (laughs) And you whining crying into your uh, hat, your nice Texas Tech hat that you made me wear so he wouldn't recognize
2: you. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, <laughs> so he wouldn't, re- like, it's really going to cover or change anything. <laughs> hey, wear the hat, dude, so they won't, we won't look like us before, but with me wearing yeah, a hat. It's just a, switching a black hat out. That makes sense. <laughs> I was drunk as hell. What do you want from me? I'm not saying what business he owned, because then I'll give away too much. But he was a millionaire. <sighs> so that was last night in New York City. <laughs> I guess it was fun looking back on it. I Not told you it'd be since we survived it. But I can't believe you do this stuff all the time. Oh, this is
3: a normal thing that if if I was ever put in that situation, that's what I'd do. It's funny. And just imagine what that guy's thinking when he gets out of the cabin and just sees us running. Like <laughs> where are they running from? What the hell are they doing? <laughs> <laughs>
2: You're right. <laughs> And then does he go inside and eat? Or yes, does he, he does. Or does he try to get a ride again with that cabbie? <laughs> <How> <laughs> that long? Cab,
3: there's no way that cabbie would let him back in.
2: What if he never even got out of the cab? Because he was still in the cab when we ran. What if he said, ah, screw it. Take me back. Now, you actually went back into the bar. Yeah, he wasn't there.
3: I went down and smoked a few times too. Four
2: zero seven nine one six one zero four one. I just stayed in my room, scared, not wanting to leave. Like, come on, go smoke with me. No, I'm <laughs> done with you. I, that's what I said. I'm done with you. I'm not leaving until we're leaving for the airport. <laughs> you ass. Oh, take a break. Come back. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. It's so stupid. It's funny. That's the best part about it. Here's why it's so stupid. We, something really bad could have happened. How? Who knows if he's taking us somewhere to rape us when we get in that, in that, <laughs> I'm cab. still
3: waiting for the bad part. Right now I'm still into it.
2: Who knows what he ha- what he has planned?
3: Pasta! I took like, a lot of jabbings.
2: Have you seen Pulp pasta? Fiction?
3: He had pasta in mind. That's all he wanted. Some nice
2: Italian food. We could have been sold into sex slavery. And yet you just wanted to go have, get, have fun, get a story, and run a bit. Bitchin'.
3: <laughs> yeah. that's, what that, that's what last night was. Bitchin'.
2: We'll take a break. we we'll come back. We'll announce the winner of our Vegas trip. A few other things, whatever's on your mind. It's a Hideout Row Radio
3: 104.1. I'm a big booster, booster, booster.
2: Tuesday night in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. By the way, if you go to uh, the hideout page, under the photo section, you see the picture of J. Dubs getting his ass tattoo on the Ron and Fez show on XM202. My Pictures of us sitting in with uh, Ron and Dubs bent over. The liberator. The liberator. Just nasty. Nasty ass. I have to uh,
3: lay across a sex machine to
2: get a tattoo we have more pics coming on that one Cool. and also too we have more uh we're gonna have the pictures today of chunks going around licking the five dirtiest things in an office just to prove to you you feeling all right
6: germs don't matter do they uh no not at all but my mouth uh, has no feeling in it hmm. probably from the soap i gargled <laughs> that's probably yeah you're right that probably is it and hand lotion that was actually kind of refreshing I'm sure. Considering your mouth, it tastes like a Calvin Klein product or something.
2: I think it is. Oh. And how do you know what that tastes like? What are you doing swigs of CK1? Right. <laughs> Actually, him and a guy named
3: Calvin did oral once, and they kind of all came together like that.
2: All oh. right, mm. know. Mo. We have to thank our sponsors. They're outstanding. Uh, Crime Scene Investigation Grand Prize Trip for Two to Vegas, round trip airfare, three nights hotel ac- accommodations. Tune into CSI, Crime Scene Investigation, Saturdays at four and five o'clock only on WB18.
3: Now, what we did yesterday was uh, we threw it out there. Uh, whatever you do for uh, for these uh, tickets over to Vegas, whatever you know why you wanted them, just emailed us at the uh, junior producer. At, uh, Hideout Junior Producer, is that correct? At, it's, uh, uh, it's right realradio. there. The if link- you go to RealRadio.fm, go to the Hideout portion, you can email us right there with any of your show ideas and everything. And this
2: is where we were taking, uh, requests for what they would want to do. And here's what I got
4: Um,
2: hey boys, I would love to get the Vegas trip so much that I would bring my girl down to the studio and marry her on the air live and then use the trip as our honeymoon. I love my girl so much, but I've been putting it off uh, the getting married for various reasons. But I'm done waiting. If you guys would be cool with this, let me know. Um, thanks. And it's hideout heretic nightmare Dave. So congratulations to Nightmare Dave. You are going to Vegas for your honeymoon. Now let's stop. Uh, now here's the thing. Now you've been talking that you want to get married to your girl. Come on up to the mic over there, Nightmare Dave. You want to get married, right? How long have you been seeing this chick? Um, and she's here tonight.
10: Yeah. Well, let's see. This is the second time we've been together. The first time we were together, it was kind of a weird situation with her uh, with her family, so we kind of broke it off.
2: And you then guys it...
3: are family. That's the weird situation. <laughs> it's your sister, but everything's no, no. been cleared.
2: Same tree, different branch. Uh,
10: no, uh, we, uh, we've been living together now a year, Insane. and we've been together for two years.
2: So you want to get out of the sin. You want no to Lebanon. Sin.
10: No. Oh, no. You wanna
2: go to Sin City to get out of Sin? No, not really. Okay, here's what I want to do, Nightmare Dave. Here's my idea. Okay? Because you're going to Vegas anyway, and there's no reason to do the wedding here on the air. All right? Okay. Because I figure... You, uh, you go out there. You can get married. It's a whole marriage. Yeah, those tattoo marriage. Yeah, you anyone, can, you know, so. just take care of it. Because honestly, here it would be too much of a pain in the ass for us to marry you on the air. Yeah, that's true. You talked about something. This is a surprise I'm bringing on you. But you mm-hmm. talked about doing something, and this is what I'll let you do. All right. You said that you would be willing to get the tattoo of the hideout logo on your chest, like it's a t-shirt, like the t-shirt one. That we are yeah. wearing. Are you wearing the be somebody t-shirt right now? Yep. But you get beat somebody on your back too? No, no, no. Somebody. there's no reason to get be somebody. Here's what I think would be great. I'll see if we could throw in something. You put the real Radio 104.1 on the upper back where the uh, where the logo is in the t-shirt. But it's good enough for you to get the Hideout logo tattooed on your chest. Okay. We have friends at Trinity Tattoo who will do it for free. Okay. I know you got a gift certificate and said you were gonna go use that maybe get the tattoo. I think it would be an amazing honor to us. And it'd be a great gesture to your lady, you get the tattoo of the hideout on your chest, you go to Vegas, you get married, and you have the honeymoon with the girl of your dreams. Sweet. You down? Yeah, totally. Now you realize that you will be the second person in the history of the world to get a hideout tattoo. The first one being Dirty Howie, who got the tramp stamp. What was it, within the first six weeks that we were here? Yeah, he got it right away. He was uh, quick to get with it. Now, Nightmare Dave loves this show so much so, he was telling me in the commercial breaks. He hates it when he misses a minute of it. That's the kind of dedication that we need. See, I, I kind of enjoy when I miss a minute, I'll zone out, and I feel Here's refreshed. Dubs doesn't even probably hear as much of the show as you. Yeah, probably not. Between I, the smoke and breaks. I get
3: lost so much in the show where I'm just sitting here reading these same liners over and over <laughs> again to myself, giggling. And I don't have any idea what uh, is saying. Well, I, I just go, uh-huh.
2: Uh.
10: Yeah, I'm going to get a digital radio to carry around so that way if I have to walk away from a radio, I can still listen to this show.
2: That's the kind of dedication that I like. Uh-huh, All
10: right, you, you guys inspired me so much to, I'm going to look at the, going to college.
2: Mm-hmm. College? radio. Nice. And I'm huh. thinking
10: about maybe trying to do like my own little like radio talk <laughs> show on like over the internet. Yes, sure, I see. Kind of see checking on that as well. Yeah. For the now.
2: Well, I... well, we got a, we got some internet friends that we can hook you up with if you get the equipment. I'm sure you get on. Uh, yeah, that sucks. The Cosmic Circus. What? Do you, no, this is good. <laughs> the Cosmic Circus.
3: This is good. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just sitting here reading again. <laughs> Pay attention to the show. <laughs> sorry. That you're on. Yeah, your name's. I see, lo- I see, I see
2: it right here. Your name's on the logo. Yeah. Real Radio 104.1. Yeah. All right, so here's what we're going to do Nightmare Dave. Cool. Between um as soon as possible actually. I know you got to work a lot. Okay. I'm going to get a hold of the boys over at Trinity Tattoo. Okay. And have them do that have them uh do that logo. 407 916 1041 Dude, I'm in the middle of explaining what we're going to do <laughs> with Nightmare Dave. Oh, I thought that was my cue. Are you listening?
3: Yeah, <laughs> I'm here with you. I'm right okay. here. Me and you. <laughs> Star one
2: on your singular wireless phone. So anyway, we're going to get the tattoo right there on your chest. All right okay. now, is your is your wife to be your fiance? Is she okay with this? No. No. <laughs> not really. No. That's that's what it has to be. <laughs> no, why not? Well, while you're making sweet love to him, you can look down at that creepy eye on his chest. <laughs>
1: I'd rather be on
2: the back than on the. Uh oh, so what? She likes to use the toy on you? What the hell is that? Is that just some sort of admission? <laughs>
10: no, That's she it's... wants me to put the tattoo on my back so that way I can't put the tattoo I really want to put on my back. It's got to be on, on the back. S-
2: it's got to be a superhero. Want... All right, th- he's doing this for you. This is for you, sweetie. That's how much he loves you. He hates his That's body over. so much.
6: For great savings and outstanding quality, visit Thursday What are you our doing? It's, that, it's not a
2: commercial right now. We're actually doing the show. Keep going.
6: I need an air check of that, Dubs.
2: Oh, I thought. <laughs> no, this is the middle of content. Quote, unquote. All right, we're going to take a break. Congratulations, Nightmare Dave. Thank, Thank you very much, SUVs, luxury cars, sports cars. Uh, Dubs, report. can you hold off for 20 seconds when we go to commercial? Okay. I'm sorry. Quick break. We'll come back, wrap up the show. Nightmare Dave and his lady, congratulations, you guys. Thank you very much, guys. Trip to Vegas and the Hideout Superman tattoo. (laughs) It's awesome. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Wrapping up a Tuesday night in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Again, congratulations to Nightmare Dave and the Mrs. Nightmare. As uh, they're going to go to Vegas to get married on the hideout. Miss Mare. Yeah, Miss Mare. And uh, all it cost him was a nice little tattoo over the hideout logo, Superman placement on his chest. <laughs> That's a painful area. That's going to be really, really hard. When did we come up with this idea? He actually told me this at the live broadcast of Buffalo Wild Wings because he won the Trinity tattoo. Did gift we already talk about it though? Yeah, we talked about it last break. Oh, weren't you listening?
3: Yeah, yeah, I was all over it. I thought I was talking about something, not that. Another tattoo. You, I'm sorry, I confused you. I don't mean to confuse you. I try to, you know, keep you on track here. Hmm. For great savings and outstanding no, quality, what is visit Thurston's. This is
2: not a live commercial time. This is us wrapping up the show, had everything go, saying thank you to all the sponsors, but not with their commercials. I heard the music, and I just get going. Now it's ironic you actually do the read better when you're not supposed to than when you're supposed to. Pressure yourself. For great savings and outstanding <laughs> quality,
3: visit. Uh, all right, Thursday I was Thursday. wrong. Never mind. Thurston's <laughs> <laughs> Claremont. SUVs, luxury cars, sports cars. Thank you, Thurston's. Imports.
6: I haven't been listening to the show. We're talking about Thurston's. I'd just like to thank them for my wonderful BMW. It was uh, very nice and elegant. I loved it. I had a great time. I felt like what? a king for two weeks. You know weeks. what?
3: It's part of their low-mileage vehicles. They're like new, but no new car prices.
6: Yes. No pressure and no games. Fantastic. They even filled the gas tank up for me to let me drive it around. I love those boys from Thurston's. they boys, huh? They can't be men over there? Oh, they're men. What? Manly Manly men. You know what makes
3: them,
2: Manly? They are a Carfax certified dealer. Okay, this is not... This is bonus. What what song is this anyway? What is that? The
6: Thurston's Chemical Brothers.
2: That's the Chemical Brothers?
6: Yeah. That was the Thurston's Brothers. I'm
2: going to need some nice chemicals to forget about the last half hour of this show. Why? For great savings and outstanding quality. (laughs) Every time you hear it, you just automatically go into it?
3: Alright, man. Have it. Visit Thurston's Marauder Center and Thurston's Auto Center, Claremont.
2: Okay, yes, of course you want to, but that that's not what we're here to do right now. We're here to wrap up the show. 407 916 1041 888 978 I just have to say this. They have trucks, dualies, You've already and said it, dude. Like, seriously, you've said
3: it all. 407 339 0080 Thurston's Auto Center. That can.
6: I don't
2: know what the hell's going on.
6: <sighs> Isn't it the second break of the first hour? Dubs does his... No, this is the end of the show. Oh. I must have blacked out. Yeah. How I've been what? doing best Dubs the, on the machine. How,
2: how much of the show do you actually hear, Dubs?
6: <laughs> well, we do a two-hour show. No, we actually do... That was in D.C. <laughs> What the hell? It's Thursday. It's that time. I'm sorry. We got a little bit behind. No, it's actually... It's Tuesday at the end of the show. Oh.
2: It's Monday. What the hell is going on here? Who's listening to the show? Over already? We've only been doing the show for an hour and a half. I know. I feel like all of a sudden...
3: For great savings
2: and outstanding what quality. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. What is this? The, the Thurston's Manson new hit remix?
3: For great savings and
2: outstanding quality. All right, boys. We will, center, we will see you guys tomorrow. Tomorrow, Wednesday, big guest. Chunks, who's joining us in the hideout?
6: We're going to have Wayne Slater. He's a big-time author. He's been on CNN. He's been all over the papers. Why is he doing on this show? Uh, he's going to explain to us. Uh, he wrote a book on Karl Rove and President Bush and uh, how Karl Rove basically is running the presidency. And he's going to tell us uh, all the good inside what's, juicy gossip. What's about the name of his book? It's called Bush's Brain. All
2: right, that was also a documentary that was out, and it should be a lot of fun. They always show
3: it on Sundance right now, and uh, you can find it on, I believe, uh,
2: Showtime a lot, too. Yeah, so Bush's brain, the co author of that, will be joining us in the hideout
6: tomorrow. What time? Eight o'clock PM. Eastern right State of time. Right after my Thurstons read. Yeah. Nice. For great savings
3: and outstanding quality, visit Thurston's Premier Auto Center and Thurston's Auto Center in Claremont.
2: Dude, I'm, I'm seriously, I don't know what I don't know what time frame you're on. He's got a hair, sweater, vest and he's <laughs> a <tempest laughs> Right, we're out of here. Wake up with the Monsters in the Morning, Shannenberg midday, Phillips File in the afternoon. We'll be back at 7. Don't be ashamed. You're entertained listening to The Hideout on Real Radio
3: 104.1. Always talk good and be
2: somebody. Yeah, as I, uh, as I discovered, Dubs always likes for us to be somebody. All right, Matt Albert says, hey, this was a really low turnout for the Friday night open door policy. It was. And it's Tuesday. Wow. People are showing up early. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Like a few hours at least. Stay classy, Orlando. Good to be back. We out, bitch. Uh, RealRadio.fm for everything you need hideout-wise. 5,000.
1: 5,000. 5,000. Oh, Tommy. You're so hot. J-Dubs. You feel so good.
8: Why don't we all take our shirts off? I'm a transverse. Why don't we all take our shirts off? No! Maybe I'm ready to take on dudes. Ah. If we were inches, I'd have been all over that.
6: I'm a dirty slut. Don't pull on my back hair.
5: I
8: like those big pickles.
6: No! No! I'm a big mo. Big gay, gay, gay. Radio roadblock. I am a big homo homosexual.
5: No. Your ass is
8: mine, J-Dub.
2: No. Your ass is mine, J-Dub. No.
6: And boom goes the dynamite.
5: 5,000.
6: I want to have gay sex with them. Everybody, everybody. I got big boobs.
3: Yeah. No, you're not too old. I'm a transaxle. I was an idiot. No.
8: I have to pee. I'm a Ha. We're here. We're here. We're fabulous. Don't mess with us. I'm gay. I'm gay. No. We like- I'm gay. We like man meat, yes we do. I'll
10: be smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor, step on the hard, step on the hard. Kick him to the floor, cause I- I'll be smacking my no. hoes. I'll be smacking
6: my hoes.
7: I'll be smacking my hoes. i not interested.
6: I don't. I. Five thousand.